have to get going. So I've known Zara for quite some time, like really. You know, so um, Zara has been a very good friend of mine, and uh, we started this. I think we met in twenty uh, nineteen, right, Zara? Yeah, I think uh, online twenty nineteen, offline twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, Oscar. Okay, Fest. yeah, 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 yeah. Oscar Fest twenty twenty. We we did that Oscar Fest as a volunteer to that event, and we traveled to Lagos together. Then uh, we got to Lagos, did some amazing stuff. And we we remain friends ever until now. I think we're going to be great friends until the end of time. Or oh, some light years ahead of time. All right. Okay, so, um, so guys, let us go out. Um, let's retweet or share the spaces so that every other person can come and um, enjoy themselves and get the gems. Right, so my first question will be, uh, let me see. I think I wrote down some questions here. Okay, I think uh, Zara. I think you need a bit of uh, talk about before I go. You know. Okay, you mean I should introduce myself. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, but let's do a little bit of introduction. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, thank you very much, Brian, and the host uh, for inviting me to speak on these spaces. Right. I appreciate you for finding me valuable to share uh, informations like this. So, well, we appreciate uh, you more. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, like my name is Isaac Sisus Chizaram, or you can call me Zara, like for short. So, I've built my personal branding around that name Zara because it was coined that form, uh, like, uh, like my first name, which is Chizaram. So, I, I am a brand designer, but I do some interactive cool stuff at Overcast, which is basically an, like an interactive live streaming uh, platform. So if you ask me what Overcast do, so we have to like um, make events, like all these hybrids or virtual events look so cool, but you have to pay us for it. <laughs> so um, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. And when I'm not designing, I am either designing or spending time with my girlfriend. There's nothing more. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> yeah or, or let's say like Netflixing. Yeah, so like not too much. Yeah, so I'm so happy to be here. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. Okay, so um so good to have you. We really appreciate your time and energy here. So um our first question will go like so. Um why the question is um how did you get into design? Okay, how how did I get into design? Yeah, how how there are two questions in one, there are two questions actually. The first one is how did you get into design? And the second one is why. I like to ask the why question because when you get people okay. tell you the why, you give an idea of who they are. Yeah, so exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how did you do so, it and why? So how, how did I get into design? So, well, um, honestly, I'm going to go back a bit. So uh, uh, in 2014, when I, you know, wrote my jump, I was like, I was a dancer. I was literally a dancer. And, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love, no jokes, no jokes. I had the thing for music and dance and like all these electro break dance, you know. And like, I wanted to build a career of it, right? But my dad advised me, see, I'm this singing, I'm know, yeah, if you understand it, but there's no money. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but uh, like, like moving forward, I wrote my jump. And then, like you know, no, I know, like so sorry. Like before I wrote my jump, eh? So the, I think that was when they introduced CBT, and I never had any knowledge of computer, like not even 
1%. My mom was like, okay, see you. Um, um, since this exam is going to be CBT, right? Um, you are going to look for a cyber cafe around pay. So you learn, like, like learn all these small, small things about MS DOS, sorry, MS Word, publisher, at least a computer application. I can remember it was 9,000 that she invested in me. And that 9,000 that she invested in me has actually <laughs> like put a like, lot of smiles on her face now. So uh, she paid 9,000 naira for me to learn that thing. I, I think it was for like till I write jump. You know, I don't know. I was so intrigued. Though, though I think I, he paid for me to learn MS Word, Publisher, and them, uh, Excel. But when I was coming, I saw people doing like uh, I saw people doing something that are looking so far. I was wondering, ah, how can one be able to create this flyer? So those things now actually, um, it got me excited. So I was trying to like ask my colleague to teach me those that paid for like one year to teach me how to use Corel Draw, right? You know. So uh, some of them taught me. So I was hiding to learn how to um, uh, design like Corradro. And and all thanks to Philip, I still keep in touch with him. Philip, he was the he was uh, the CTO of that cyber cafe at that particular time. And I was like, so Philip was always like like putting me on, putting on. I'm right now I'm putting him on too. Like he was telling me, Isara, design this flyer. Uh, do this one. Uh, do that one. Right. So it didn't make me feel so happy. But each time I'm going to like that jam blessing, right? I'm always happy. Because I'll have time to open my computer and then do small cool design or just do this small small PowerPoint and and take it back home. Yeah. So um I was doing that, I was doing that and I was doing that till you know I finally got admission. So I had to leave all those things because I didn't have a computer. So I left all those things 2014, 2015, and then I went into uni. But I would just live my normal life. Then I still thought about dancing. You know, I was still dancing in school, going for the exams, like the computer everything disappeared from my head. Like <laughs> so um yeah. So yeah, 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 of course, yeah. So in twenty in twenty seventeen, you know, uh like my brother had like this fine looking uh Asa, Asa laptop, right? So I wanted it, you know. I wanted him to give me the Asa since he was not using it. And let me be honest with you, I wanted him to give me the Asa so I can use it and be watching film. I like a big boy, you know. Like yeah, that kind of thing. So he gave me the um, the ESA in 2017, and then uh, something happened. Uh, the course we are offering that semester had like this introduction to computer precision with agriculture. So when you design um, um, stuff like farm record, this and that, right? You just have to design a lot of things. And so that that sparked my interest again. From there, I think that was how everything all started. So I. <laughs> I was so into design. I was totally into design. Even after that semester in the ended, almost I was still pressing my laptop, right? You know, <laughs> I was still trying to figure stuff out. If I'm if I'm coming back from class and I see any fine video that sparked my curiosity, I'll snap it, take it home, and redesign it. I intentionally meet all these seven days advantage to give me flyer, so I'll redesign them, right? I take home anything that has to do with if you shake my school bag, it's flyer. You would think I'm working one one. You know, that kind of <laughs> so, but all those things, I'm not going to lie, helped me. It's you know, there's one time about consistency. Whenever you're consistent, like when, you, like when you're consistent to something and you practice and keep on practice and keep on practice, it becomes so easy, right? I was doing this, doing this, but I, I never knew that you could make money from design. I thought we would do design for passion and vibes, you know, until like, like a late friend of mine, Zeus, reached out to me, like, guy, he was supposed to have a logo, he was supposed to have a design. My sister needs a logo, you know, she wants a boutique in Jerry. Oh my guy, sweat drop on my cheek because like how can someone pay me money just to design logo? 
like I almost wanted to tell him that see guy like leave all this I've designed I just figure I cannot because that it does like what this means for someone to pay you more that means the responsibility of doing it well you know that kind of thing <laughs> but I had to give it a thought I listen myself I listen Sapa I said oh my, this three five if you touch me now at least my chest go heavy for this weekend I can buy like one bit of <laughs> <laughs> you know so but. I think that was the first time I designed the logo, and that was the most difficult time because I was researching, I was researching, I was, I was um, bookmarking inspiration, taking out, you know. Last, last, everything came together, and I was paid. Like, that was the first time I, 35 was the first one I earned as a designer. And boom, I was like, ah, the moment in me was like, if you can earn 35 by designing one logo, if you design 10 logos, <laughs> you know the math, if you design 100 logos or more, Business on start, then I started like this small agency. I was just talking about design on my status everywhere. Like, I, I think that was when I built my personal brand, right? So I was doing stuff for my lecturers, I was doing stuff for um my classmates. I started then I also dabbled into printing stuff, helping people to do edit their work, project, all those things. God printer, you know, small cash were coming in and home. I had like, this sense of responsibility, right? You know, I started figuring myself out. And that thing that helped me again was my friends. My friends totally helped me because I was, I can't say I was in the midst of people that I reached, but they were heading somewhere, right? They are so positive, inspiring. And that also helped me. So if you are here, you are the reflection of your friends. If you keep nine abaco, like the 10th abaco, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no joke. No joke. Even if it's, although, like I told my like my keyboard today, if you surround yourself with nine smokers, I say no, I need a smoke. You almost you become the tenth smoker. It happens. That's that's the thing. Energy, energy is very important. You, you like energy connects. You know, so like like moving forward, you know, everything started coming together. Coming together, I was and I never knew anything about improving. I was just doing design just to make money out of it. Designing calendar, designing um, banner, business card. You know, I think that was when I. Became, I, I started talking to all these, like all these Potter events, like all these Mr. Mrs. Nigeria. So I was used to all these events that you see Two Face Show, P Square Show. Uh, like I was just literally, you know, I put myself on the spot, doing stuff for SUG that time. You know, I was that guy that was known in school for doing design. So anything has to do with design, I mean, in the pot way back, right? So, you know, but no jokes. I thought I was doing it right, but guy, I was doing it wrong. If I not be wrong, Yaba left. <laughs> until I, I yeah 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 until i came across like um um my friends like perry yeah perry yeah perry uh perry uh samson uh who again who again i don't know but they're also in the post students right like ah, this guy is not this is not the same design these people are doing that i'm doing no they are living large so one thing about me is i'm always curious i always want to learn and there's nothing I put my head to that I don't get, unless I'm not interested. So I was like, ah, what are they doing right? They're doing COC, okay, it's how you have to do, okay. But then I don't attend events. All the events I go, is all these events that has to do with party, because I always design banner. I always make sure that all those backdrop are placed right, all those um, roll up stand are placed right. So I don't know anything about tech events. I never knew in 2017, 2018, 2019. I never knew, right? So until through peace, I started attending all these um tech events, you know, death fest, you know, all those small, small tech events in, in like, in my local, and uh, one that literally changed my life was this Oscar fest, you know, where I uh, literally, you know, I, <laughs> on my way to the Oscar fest, I was brutalized, like, I was started by the Nigerian police, they took all I had, and then, you brought you now. <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more like, they messed me up, and I had to deal with that, sort of, like, a year before those shit, like, left my head, but, 
all thanks. Because I don't know, maybe that, that's something that God actually, like, God knows that this event was going to change my life. And after those havoc that happened, everything, I went to the event and I made the most out of it. I don't know if others made the most, but that event literally changed. Like, from that event, uh, I met someone, Rachel, Elo Fox, like, uh, Lawrence, like, a lot of people that helped to, I also connected with some of my friends too, like, like all these uh, guys that are based in, in Lagos, like, developers and designers too. And I also helped to, like, increase my network you know, just for my event, I started like organizing an event uh, in Barcelona. Then after that one, like, hey, Zai, you did well with this event. Can you come and co-organize another one for North America? I did it. After that one, I also co-organized another event in Prague. So just from that, that was, that was how I started contributing to open source, right? So from there, from there, from there, from there, the network started growing, you know. That's the thing. When you are consistent and diligent to your work, you stand amongst kings, right? So, and I'm grateful for how far I've come and where I'm actually heading to. And um, the, I can't say my story is complete because I'm still heading somewhere. But right now, I'm glad that some of the things that used to be issue for me, like data, uh, internet, you know, access to opportunities, uh, issues, like literally, like literally. Like if, I, if, if, if someone had told me like three years ago, four years ago, that I'll be invited to be speaking at three countries in 2022, I will not be, be believing it. But so there's something about consistency, you know, and being genuine in your work. You know, and also not like they're talking with the right people. So that's something I'm actually grateful for. So I mean that has been my design uh design journey and there are more things to come. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, okay, okay. That, I mean, that was awesome. So I listened to you uh, correctly. I just noticed that, you know, one reason why I asked this question was to let people know that we are all human beings, no matter how much we have achieved. Every other person, that- wherever you are, yeah, you can also achieve it. So so yeah, this our story. That the point where that was moving when we were traveling together to Vegas and police accosted him, we were there. I don't know, it was so funny because I it was he had no moral for very low cost. Me, I had, this, I, had, I had a dread, I had a dread, like a very great dread. So, this movie is not hold me with dreadlocks, it wasn't that we didn't hold. So, I was like, ah, I cannot do that right here. All of us learned to go together. What's all this? And that's how we said, I'm money. I'm begging these guys to be able to give them money and then now come with us. And the truth is, I didn't even know that I had to deal with this for the next one year. Yeah, I felt like after that time, you had dealt with it and you had moved on. I'm just hearing that now. But anyway, it's time to move forward. So um, before, I'm go- before I'm going to move over to the next um, question, I'm going to let you guys know. I know most of us know what Overly is already. Overly is um, it's an academy that has changed a lot of lives. I'm also, I'm also one of the students of uh, Overly at one time, where I did uh, product design. And it's been very, very awesome, and uh, that gave me a lot of opportunity. So, probably the academy that teaches tech is actually auto tech. But now we're doing front end design, we're doing product design, we're teaching graphic design, we're teaching game design for teenagers. Yeah, so if you are over, if you're there, just join us and um, you begin to start your tech career. All right, so, um, also if you're here today, do well to share the link. With, um, on Twitter so that other people can come join and learn the gems that I'm about to drop. Then our principal is here, the, the great commissioner, the commissioner of the design, Mr. Leslie. Mr. Leslie has been a mentor to me. Uh, I would like him to just, uh, just give us some shalaye. All right, uh, Mr. Leslie. Um, okay, I think um, you also, why the network is... Uh, why is getting ready to share it to my dear girls? I will move over to the second question. Okay. Um. All right, so Zara. Thank yeah, you so much for being here. Yeah. Um. 
So I want to ask a question. What's the least you got paid as a graphic designer? The least I'm getting paid. Um, oh, yeah, you said, no. you said it already. You said it's 3,500. No, no, yeah. no, that's not the least, though. No, no, that's, 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 that's the first. The first. The least I've got, I think, is 500 naira. Yeah, ah, ah, um, ah, yeah, <laughs> 500 naira, and um, uh, yeah, yeah, and then this, okay. if you know about this Portacol special, like that is it's looking like the Insta blog of Portacol or River State. So, like okay, the founder, okay. yeah, I worked on the logo, the logo that you've seen. So, I, I cannot mention how much he paid, but he paid me is like <laughs> my vibes, <laughs> guys, guys, yeah, exactly. exactly. But, yeah. Them, like, go and stay there. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I think that from then I was the least. Like, I'm not I'm not actually capping. I'm being honest. Yeah, oh, I took that wow, just wow, wow. because I wanted to. Yeah. So if there's anybody here that you have been paid for your design or you have been paid based on vibes, go and chill. Yeah, doesn't mean that's where I've, I've been paid. I've been paid nine hundred naira. Yeah, it was nine hundred naira for three logos. You see, there's someone here that can relate. <laughs> this is the one. See, if you walk in the back, this is more than one. No, 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 no. Like my early years, I was in school then. The name of the company was uh, Rock Along Records. This was far back as um, 06. Yeah, 06. No, 05. 05. It was far back as 05. And. <laughs> I think after, after after the entire negotiation went down, I delivered the, 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 the logos. Right, my friend called me and like, gave me a stern warning that you don't just you don't just let clients walk over you. Right, like you you should learn how to negotiate your own terms. And I go I went into that meeting here with the assumption that oh, okay, um, I have my guys there, so they probably I was naive, I was very very naive. So I think that was like the first lesson I actually learned today that man. <clears throat> As long as it's me and it's, you know, it falls on me and the negotiation power falls to me, then I have to negotiate. I have to set it down from the very beginning. And then if it doesn't work in my favor, I have the power to work in if I, if, if I want to. So I think that's like my, one of my earlier lessons. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So it's so good to, yeah, like that's what you said. Yeah. So you have to know that you have to be able to negotiate properly. This is one of his uh, early lessons, um, which is awesome. 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 All right. Okay, now, so, um, you know, there's the, the, the question that I've been going on that, that we have here. I won't, I won't go to that question. I'll, go to, I'll ask, someone, ask one more question before um, we can... Um, so my host, eh, whoever is uh, requesting the mic to speak, I don't know, you try to make me a co-host again so that I can see people whoever who need to request the mic so they can let see them. Then uh, when it's time, I can now give them the opportunity to speak. But for now, I'll go with the other questions that we have here. So, um, so Leslie, um, I said, um, Zara, this one is for you again. What, what are the, okay. what are the things that you do? What are those things that you did? I don't know how they can be right now. Like, what are those things that you did? Like, one, two, three, four, five things that you did that made you start earning more? Was there anything you did? Like, what are those? What are those things that you did? Okay, yeah. So, uh, thank you very much for that question. <clears throat> So um, one thing I did that started making me anymore was when I started knowing that you know you need to have like a high convincing power, you know, you have to talk more about yourself, you know, and also focus more on your work, right? So 
having high convincing power is more of when you have built like a solid personal branding you have the people skills right like you know how to communicate you know how to network with people right uh, you're, you're part of like a community and additional value i think that thing was um better when i started contributing um source projects right and, and one thing for sure that i know that anything that you ask for is what you surely get if um if your project is, is worth like um let's say like five hundred thousand and you request for hundred thousand your um the person that hired you pay you hundred thousand. You don't have to complain until you request for five hundred thousand. Are you getting me? So uh, I've been in a position whereby I've started like increase my rates, and then it works. Then I increase it more, and it works. Yeah. So um, for you to earn more, you need to have like a high convincing power. You have to talk more about yourself. Also focus more on your work. You know, have like the people skills, and you're good to go. Okay, okay, that's awesome. Um, so, right, guys, like you've heard, you have to be deliberate about um, increasing your earnings. I think sometimes there are people are just, telling, just, earning, just asking for more. Okay, uh, the commissioner wants to speak. Mr. Leslie, you can continue. Oh, no, I mean, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, look, it's easy to actually see most of these things in theory, but the truth of the matter is that um, most of us, or most of us who are actually starting, who are new, don't know. They don't know. So it's not just as easy as saying, it's not just as easy as saying, you know, ask for more. Ask for more and then what? Right? Now, these clients, uh, these customers, they are usually very crafty. They know. They know. They are ready to underpay you. Right? It's their joy. It's their purpose in life to want to underpay you. So now, how do you now position yourself in such a way? Or how do you now deploy some tactics in such a way that um the moment he tries that you know the, the moment he tries to like undervalue your work on undervalue your imputes you know you are able to counter him as quickly as possible so let so when, while i was starting while i was starting a long time ago um i had this really foolish notion there yeah, that if you want to negotiate with, with, with someone if you want to negotiate with someone first of all do not negotiate in their house do not negotiate in their office negotiate somewhere neutral <laughs> And it was, I was, it was the full. The reason I say it was full is because, it just me. Yeah. What? I think, I think, I think you should go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so I was, I was saying that you know, like, I, I, I it was a foolish notion because someone who is very, who is like, who excels at negotiating, will out negotiate you regardless of the location. But the metrics I was using for, for to, to judge her was that you know whoever it is that negotiating with. You know, probably you know how do I put this now? You know how home and away works in football now. If you if you are if you are not at home, you, you don't play as well unless you are really that good. Turns out that it's actually true. If you are really that good, regardless of whether you are home or away, you will play good football. But what what I what I eventually learned was that there are ways in which you can actually counter. You know, you can counter whatever tactics that the client wants to deploy. The first thing the client will probably want to ask you is, "Oh, hey, look, um, can you itemize?" the things that you did for me on this project. Everybody knows, I mean, in this industry, everybody knows that one of the hardest things to actually do is actually put what we do in a list. <laughs> so how are you going to break it down? I downloaded photos from Freepik. I downloaded assets from Freepik. I changed the colors. I did the XYZ. I, uh, what's it called? I opened Photoshop 2000. It's very difficult to actually quantify it. I think that's one of the reasons why um, customers are able to detect they have that free ring 
you know, because it's difficult to actually quantify exactly what we do. Software engineering is it, relatively easy. Project management, product management, also very easy. But being that the bulk of our work is mostly abstract, right? As it's mostly abstract until the final outcome. It makes it like exceedingly difficult to actually quantify. So they will ask you, okay, so um, they could also ask you that, okay, um, how long would it take for you to work on this? Some clients will come and tell you directly that, yeah, I need this thing in the next five, you know, I need this thing in the next uh, three hours. That's a different ball game. We'll get to that. But someone who's going to who wants to go that route, the first question they ask is how long is it going to take, and then what are your hourly rates? Now that hourly rates question trap, <laughs> and I think it was Chris though that that that, that demonstrated how big a trap that that um, that uh, question is. Because for example, if a job typically takes say eight nine hours, right? Eight nine working hours. Like, let's just assume that that kind of thing spans for two days. But because you are so good at what you do, right? Or because you are so talented, or, or you've done this before, right? You finish it in two and a half hours. Now your hourly rate, allegedly, let's say your hourly rate is like three k or four k per hour. Will the client pay for nine hours, or will he pay for two and a half hours? Do you understand what I'm saying? Hello. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, shit. I, I, I <laughs> Let's work as oh. we can. Jesus. Okay, so like if, if you could hear everything I'm saying, please just like you know, use an use an emoji, just like send me an emoji. So I'll know that um I'm okay. communicating and everyone can get me. So just send me an emoji. Um this is for everyone. Okay, I think I can hear you now, but okay. Just keeps breaking it off. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll 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 go ahead and speak on the list. So at the end of the day, you will discover that if you really look at that scenario very very carefully, you know, you, you have you have a job that normally will take nine hours, but you're executing two and a half hours, right? So what is the client not supposed to pay for? Is it the nine hours or the two and a half hours? Typically, the client will want to offer for the two and a half hours. Now, if you want to pay for two and a half hours, it now means that the client is punishing you for being efficient, right? Because on a normal day, it's five hours, but you, you, I mean, it's nine hours, but because of how good you are and how fast you move, right? You figure out a way to actually shave seven hours, I don't know, actually six and a half hours Meaning that you, you were able to get the client's job to in faster. Right? And considering the fact that it's not even express. You know, considering the fact that it's not even express. So it it now feels like the client is punishing you for being efficient at the end of the day. So one way by which you can use to actually counter that is and I think you know this is my opinion. I think I read this somewhere. Basically, just disembark from disembark from 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 hourly rates, right? Like there are some instances where hourly rates actually do count, and there are some clients that will press that will actually press you for it. But if the hourly rates model doesn't work for you, then they just disembark from it, and then use you can either do a weekly a weekly model or, and this is my personal favorite, a value driven model. So basically, the worth of my time and cost of uh, uh, the worth of my time and my resources and generally the cost of production that goes into the outputs that the client wants i basically just you know wrap it all, all up into one nice big value and then if i decide to like times two or times three and then just send it to the, to the client and tell them that you know this is this is the, how much i charge now the client will want to say mm, this thing that you sent to me is very expensive okay can you break it down when they say that that typically puts you on the defensive 
right? That you know that typically puts you on the defensive. And if you've not really done a lot of negotiating at that point, man, you've lost the ball. They can like, if you can't if you can't come up with something interesting to say or something valuable to say, man, you basically lost the ball. And they can they can walk over you at that point because they'll say, uh, you can't you can't justify to me that this logo that you're sending to me is thirty thousand naira. I my best my 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 friends can do this logo for like five thousand naira. Mm-hmm. And then after a bit of you know feet shuffling and and pleading and begging, you now shall settle for ten thousand naira. That is that is the client basically just having his way with you. When in a, in, the, in a situation where you've sent the client or you've already sent the client and the client is then undermined and it's insisting that you justify it, right? You have to explain to the client that you cannot include justified, like you can't justify value. Oh, well, you can't justify, but at least not in this context. You can't, like, you simply just tell me that, look, this is what I actually charge and this is, this is, this is, this is what goes into what I do. Right? This is my business. It's how much I'm charging. I'm not a roadside, I'm not a roadside person that you see and I can have good. If you don't like it, you can walk away. But you have to be as polite as possible because you don't want, you don't want them dragging you up and down on the timeline. But if they perceive that a you know what you are doing, you're professional, you are organized, and then you are firm in your negotiation. If you are unable, like if you are unable to meet me at this price range, I have to walk. I'm sorry. There is a fair chance, at least a thirty percent chance, that this client will come back after he has gone on tour. <laughs> and going on tour basically is him trying to compare prices. That's fine. If he likes what he sees in you, he will come back and he will agree to your price. God knows, I like. I, I don't know if there, if if there are other people that have experienced this, this the same thing I'm, I'm I'm actually saying. Yeah, but it's pretty much exactly what happens. So, yeah, I think that's 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 what I actually wanted to highlight. It's easier to actually say these things. It's easier to um, what's the word? It's easier to say these things. It's easier to tell people that okay, you know, increase your prices. Yes, they can. But what do they do after that? There has to be some kind of follow through, right? And it, yes, back then for me, it's experience that, that that teaches you. But now that information is a lot more read, it's, not, it's a lot more readily available. You know, we have to be able to distill these things into into nuggets and then and then share across. So I think that's what, all I just wanted to say. Hello. Uh, I am here. <laughs> you know, Brian is the host. I was waiting. He says something. Oh, well, okay. anyway, thank you very much uh, uh, for uh, sharing and also contributing to that. Yeah, Brian. It seems it seems Brian's actually expressing. So, hey, Brian, what's up? Are you? Are you still okay, yeah. internet? I can hear you now. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Was it was it internet that was that was uh, that was a problem or your challenge? Hello. Anyways, sure. let me just do like a quick reset. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow creatives, welcome to um, yet another <laughs> yet another Twitter space as hosted by Overlay Academy, titled Are Graphic Designers the Least Paid in the Design Industry? Um, this is a Twitter space organized by Overlay Academy where we actually come to discuss a, um, where we actually come to discuss a lot of issues affecting creatives, especially within our space. Mr. Isaac, it's a pleasure to have you on our space. Thank you once more for coming to command meters. Now, a question I actually wanted to ask, what are the contributing factors that, because a, a lot of people, a lot of clients feel entitled. They actually feel, you know, more fun than not. If you go and ask them and say, oh, look, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a logo designer. I can, I, I can design logo for you, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they say, okay, yeah, I want to logo. 
and then after all, all, all after you know like spending like two hours in a meeting where they describe all their vision and 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 <laughs> their, their vision mission and uh, whatever shall I eat that you want to actually tell you at the end of the day when you put forward the price when you put forward the price they'll tell you, you no know, they can't afford it and they'll put they'll put forward a price that makes no sense to you to business so what are what are the factors what are the contributing factors that 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 has led to graphic design being on the price. Okay. Uh, thank you uh, for that question. Uh, a commission of design. You know, like 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 I said earlier, the reason why graphic design is on the price, like reasons are very numerous. You know, but I'm so happy to see that um graphic designers are no more on the bit like or like on how it used to be before, right? So um I think one thing I know that made it look like that was the high competition. So if you go to Fiverr. All these Indians who like who want to do twenty logos for you for five dollars. So when you can get twenty logos for five dollars, and you trying to like sell off a logo for hundred dollars, just one, you know, someone that, someone that wants it cheap will likely go for that Indian. Like, if you're Indian here, I'm so sorry, but I see that a lot. <laughs> so likely want to go for that Indian that will uh, design ten logos or five logos for just five dollars, right? So that's like a very huge and high competition, right, for uh, graphic designers to do. Yeah, so and that thing is like low barriers to entry, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that has actually made you know uh, graphic designers not to have you know like like, like financial knowledge of what they should be paid, you know. So I, I'm so happy for uh, like uh, platforms like Glassdoor, Indeed, and the rest are trying to let people know that see, um, these are what people are paid globally, right? Mm -hmm. These are what people suggest that should be paid and all that. So and. Uh, mm -hmm. And that one is, um, I, I think, is that one is more of like a business knowledge of people's skills. So if you um, if you have like a very solid business knowledge, so that is, that is, I think, that is, I think this is something that lasts for Chris do. So like, the one I was underpaid a lot, like I heard people say they charge, you know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand for logos, uh, for we are, uh, you know, and then someone want to pay me five thousand, uh, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, is it for this or do you know? <laughs> And <laughs> it was of supply, yeah, you don't have any option because you know that at least before you're expecting that kind of pay big money, let's use this one as zero. But, um, at some point, I, I came to understand that, um, you know, you have to understand, like, have like a very solid business knowledge. And please, if you're going to like negotiation table, don't go with an empty stomach because your stomach will influence, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, but, so, don't go there hungry, you're not wrong, you're not wrong, actually, you're not yeah, wrong. Man. Yeah, if you, if you have like a hundred million in your account and you are going to pitch for twenty million, uh, like or ten million naira project, and then you tell you, like, if I, if I, the fact that you, the money that money is in your account will make you go change posture, <laughs> your posture will change, your composure will change. How you talk, you don't need to like you don't need to oversell yourself. And that was the thing that like, I I've come to realize. If you try not to oversell yourself, it's missing yeah. the clients. So yeah, it's like this is it. If you can't take it, no problem. I'm ready to move on. Right, so mm -hmm. that's something I, I learned. Even with Sapa, I, I was had that confidence to tell people, see, this is what I charge, right? And if you can't take it, no problem, you can go and shop around, or I can give you contact to other people that might likely want to charge that. And that's something that people like ah, for someone to be able to tell you this to your face, that means this person will do a good work. And when you do this thing, do this and do this and over and over again, one will definitely enter. I'm not going to kid you, like, like my confidence, like my creative confidence. And my high confidence power made me close a very good gig. Like that was last year, and 
like when I closed that gig, no jokes. <laughs> I was good to go. <laughs> so I had this series of no. <laughs> yes, I had I sweet to me, chief. Why not go sweet? Her series of no, but that yes, heavy. It, it was heavy. I'm not going to kid you not. Right? Yeah. So that's the thing. And then another thing that makes the graphic designers endless is when they have little or no access to tools and resources. Like you don't know what yeah, they you don't know the trends, you don't know how you should position yourself. Right now, people are talking about the personal branding. Or like before, people don't know about personal, but they own this do design ship. Right now, they know that you have to position yourself as a designer, as a, this, as, a, as an industry mm-hmm. to earn more. And that's something that if you don't have access to all these tools and resources and information, man, you're missing out. You'll be charging for beans and dodo. Eventually. Okay, yeah, so- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this is so I think some here can be able to relate with me. Like I always try to relate. I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah, so, so, that, so yeah, um I have a follow-up question I want to ask you. But before yeah, I ask that question, uh, there is a speaker who we just added right now. Um this is um Jani, Mr. Chibu Chibuka Naji. I hope I got it right. Yeah, you're, you're correct. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. So um I th- I think he has uh, something to actually um if he wants to share a bit of his experience. So the floor is yours, go ahead. Thank you very much, Commissioner of Design. Ara, uh, Ryan, really it's a great opportunity you? to be here. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you very much for being here. I, I, I'm, I'm loving what's happening here. This is a very, very important topic. This topic is a very important topic because um, this has been a problem plaguing the graphic design sector of the design industry for years. Yeah. So I, I love this topic. And I, I love what you said about value. Making yes. value the business for your pricing. That is so important because that is what really makes you stand out. Mm. So, so th- th- there was something Zara was just saying right now. Uh, about the reason you asked the question what's the reason why um yes yes so one of the things that i have noticed over the years i've been doing graphic design and other disciplines ui ux and the likes and some other things over a period of nine years plus now and there's something i've found consistent over time and that is the lack of a regulatory body for graphic design services in Nigeria, hmm. there is no regulation. Now, this is what I'm trying to say. If you go to the market today, the moment tomato adds 200 naira, every tomato seller will sell at a new price. Last one. <laughs> because there is a body that governs the activities. There is an association of market people that governs yeah. the activities that tells them this is the new price and everybody follows suit. But now look at our graphic design industry. We don't have such a body. So somebody can collect 500 Naira, for instance, like you said, um, I think it was Zara that said he collected 500, uh, 500 Naira for some, you know, at some, some point in his life, which yeah. is understandable, totally. Me, in my own time, I will not collect any payments. What I will do is I'll do the work for, I'll do it free for you. And I'll tell yeah. you, tell the person that, tell the next person that you meet that this is how much I did it instead of collecting money so that you will not think that you paid me 500 or anything like that. That's what I was doing then. So that oh. I don't lose value in the, in, in the mind of the customer. That's what I did. So there needs to be some sort of regulatory body 
that that sets a minimum price for graphics design services. Now, this is the implication of, of having that kind of body. It should immediately eliminate roadside designers. What I mean by roadside designers? <laughs> Thank you very much. Because those people, are, I would say, those guys are, are spoiling the market. They are spoiling the market. And India. this is a, a typical scenario. A typical scenario is what you said earlier, where you offer someone a logo design for, say, for instance, 100,000. And the person will tell you, mm -hmm. I know someone that can do it for 5K. Mm -hmm. The guy who is doing it for 5K, that's the person spoiling the market. Now, if there was a regulatory body for graphic designers that says the minimum you should charge for a logo is 20K, if that client comes to 10 graphic designers and all of them are telling him the minimum charge is 20K, he will have no other choice than to pay at least 20K. <laughs> that, that will automatically push the social perception and social value of the industry up. Mm -hmm. making, it, making it more inviting. I mean, take, if, if we take consensus, do statistics, how many graphic designers do we have going to study in university? Check the, design, the Department of Fine Arts in schools and find out how many graphic designers you see. Very, very uh, few. Actually, on, on one of our speakers actually went uh, went uh, to study graphic design. Actually, he went to study you see. Uh, design communication design. You know, but not 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 within the country. My mom, see uh, my mom actually graduated top of her class from Alchipuli. Alchipuli is one of the really nice places where you can actually learn graphic design, textile design, design, as well as other disciplines of design. So yes, yeah, go on. But you don't find many. You don't find many. Like in UNN, when I was in UNN, I was studying civil engineering. I didn't study graphic design, uh, fine arts. I was studying yeah. civil engineering, but I was coaching people in graphic design, in, in fine arts department on graphic design. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and they were not up to, no, I'm, I'm very, very serious, and they were not up to 30. Anybody who, if, if anybody here is from UNN, anybody on this space, if they're from UNN, my name, the name Jani should ring a bell because I was quite popular in school. Mm. So this, this experience, this experience just made me realize that, look, there has to be something that adds to the social value of this industry that regulates pricing. So people should not just meet a graphic designer on the road and then he will tell them 500. And because of that person, they now come and start pricing some other, set, uh, uh, other designer service like fish, as though they don't want to buy fish on the road. That's not right. Okay. So we need okay, to Jamie, actually bring in... Yeah. Thank you very much. No, okay, just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, um, Johnny, first of all, thank you very much for bringing up this this discussion on um, on the regulatory body. I promise we are going to revisit it in this conversation. Thank you very much, uh, Brian. Go ahead, please. Okay, okay, yeah, awesome. So, um, the idea of the regulatory body is awesome, and I hope that that's going to happen. Probably based to probably through communities and all of that. Yeah, but the thing is, um. This is how I think. No matter if it's a regulatory body, there's always going to be that one person who is either charging the highest or charging the lowest, maybe due to suffer, or somebody charging the highest due to the value they are able to attach. So the mindset that I try to use is there's always a target market. Who are you targeting? Because there's some people who always who just imagine or who just feel like there's no graphic design. I bet take one, I will just run another one for it. When they talk, you know, those kind of people just know that this one will not value it and don't try to sell too much to them. They just, they just, annoy you yeah so you have sure. to target them yeah are you targeting organizations are you targeting high-end individuals so if you have if you know who you are targeting if you are doing your you know that they have a user persona you know so you know the people you are targeting and design for them that way you know so if you're the kind of person that if those three people you know in particular we call them the, 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 
Sabah Calf designers. Those people on the streets. Sabah Calf. Yeah, they're going to. You, you see them sitting down. The person will be behind them. I'll be telling them these duties, and at the end of the day, give them two thousand and I give them five thousand. That is terrible. You know. Oh. So you, as you said, you have to value yourself. You have to put yourself in the level of which you want to attract. It is whatever value you attach yourself. That's the same value people will att- people will give to you. Yeah. So you have to be. Apart from, you, you have to know that for yourself. That, okay. I have to be very skilled so that I can attract more money. And, and at, the end of, at the end of the day, your confidence value, how confident you are, it depends mm-hmm. on how much, how good you are. Yeah, so for you to be able to command the amount you want, you should be able to say, okay, you have to groom yourself, work hard to say, okay, this is the level I am, and this is what I want to charge. Why? So sometimes what we all need, just that one client, I will pay you for that a particular amount you want. Imagine <laughs> you want to, that just need one. Because if those one, like once that one enters, it's all over. Once one person just enters and tells you, okay, I'll pay you one million dollars for your full branding project. Once that one enters, what happens is all the I, I, friends and people in that community <laughs> will just reason you like that and they come that way. But I, 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 I used to have this, there was this yeah. client, one client here, and what happened? I, th- I think I was in Calabar at the time. So he reached out to me on, I can't remember whether it was Facebook or Instagram, you know, which, no, LinkedIn, it was on LinkedIn. He reached out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, we, we just connected. Johnny, I promise I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to get to you soon. Um, <clears throat> so he reached out to me on LinkedIn. Raymond, also you, he reached out to me on LinkedIn, you know, we kind of just negotiated. And then when I came to pricing, I was just, I was just afraid, you know, but you know, because it was the first time I was going to charge someone 250K for visual identity work, you know, and then I just, uh, just, I just closed my eyes and said, you know what? If he says no, he says no. You not get everything you want to do. You know if he beat me. So I now called 300K. The 300K for visual identity work. This nigga did not negotiate. Like, I shit you not. <laughs> five minutes after, five minutes after, you know, I just said, you know, no, you never reached five minutes. Five minutes after, I just said 300,000. Say, oh yeah, send me your account number. Say, eh, 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 eh. You mean I'm? <laughs> I was playing. I know you, you will be excelling your spirit. You will not show it in your face. I was, I was playing. If you have time, I think I will call it. <laughs> so this this guy, like this guy, like five minutes after that, like he's come three hundred k and that mask or more. That work, eh? I put my heart and soul. Go sweet, eh? Go sweet, die. But 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 you know, it kind of correlates to it correlates it correlates to exactly what what, what we've been talking about. Because um, I mean, to what uh, Brian actually just said, you just need one person to actually believe in you or to pay you that money. The moment that money enters, your esteem goes up, you, and then it kind of it kind of like in a way validates your skill that uh, I'm able to earn uh, yes, yes, this much. Yes, so yes. with that with that shifting mindset, yeah, with that shifting mindset, you can then go forward and start charging like the true bastard that you are. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but you, you you get what I'm trying to say. You get how exactly what I'm trying to say. But before they even get to that point, before even finding that client who is not going to negotiate with you, before you get to the point of of being an established designer where you can actually call prices that you command, um, a lot of us have a, a lot of us are stuck in that in that rut where clients just basically run the entire show from start to finish. I have this friend of mine, you know, he's, he's someone I used to mentor. Um, Someone I used to mentor, and we're very good friends. And you know, he stays. He stays. Um, I think he stays somewhere in either Korea or uh, I can't, can't remember. I can't remember exactly where he's right these days. But he always complained that he never quite understood why he was always getting the type of clients that he does. He has gone online. 
He has done all the reading. He has advertised himself. He has done everything. But unfortunately, the clients that he uh, that always you know that always come to request for his services are usually clients that are around him, and those are clients that cannot pay. Now, why does he not uh, say no? The solution is not for him to be saying no. G, my G, my G, my G, my G. See, you can't just see when Sakba has grabbed you. Implicit that you are not supposed to be grabbed. No is not an option. Do you understand? No is not an option. I'm actually directing this question to Zara. How do you handle those kind of scenarios whereby you want to charge more? You want to charge more, but you are surrounded by people who will never let you charge more. How do you handle that? Hello, Zara. Um, Zara, are you there? Okay, I, I have a solution to that thing. Okay. Why is that coming up? Yeah. yeah. So this is what you should do. Eh? The, the truth is, you cannot eradicate this thing, but it's not by magic, and it's not happen once. But what this was going to happen? Like I should tell my students, you have to find another source for now that you, that example cannot pay you what you want. If you can't find another source of of income, and that small thing will begin by the side. You just have to start telling them no. I want to say no, let them go. And as they are going, Omo Sapa will hold you, but as far as holding you. Take that time to be improving. Take that time to those know that me, I will charge at least 300k for logo. And as you are saying that, any client that call them 300k for logo, but because you are improving, you are getting better. If they say no, no problem. Just continue to improve. That time, like that space of time, because you will not get job for about, let's see, I don't know how long it's going to take for you. It's different for people. For your own case, I don't know how long it's going to take. So, sorry, for that person's case, I don't know how long it's going to take. But no matter how long it takes, you have to be strong. You will not die. Somebody does not kill. But it makes you, it makes you, you feel like you want to die, but my brother, you will not die. It is not your Raymond. I say, eh? It is not your job yeah. that feeds you. It's not your job that feeds you. It's God that feeds you, my guy. So if you look, if, if food does not come from graphic design, it will come from somebody. It come from your friends. It come from your, it come from family. So also have a couple friends around the guy. Never chop. Go there and eat. You will not die. You understand? So while okay. you are doing this, you are improving yourself. You are getting better. You are, you are making connections. You are improving. So as they come, they say no. You are saying no. one person does come and says yes. One person says okay. yes. Everything changes because that person now, what that's 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 the, that's the magic. If it's one, if it's one, if wants to basically say yes to two hundred naira work or five thousand naira gig, that person will tell your story to every other person. And when they all come, they'll keep coming. I'll be telling you five thousand naira, five thousand naira, right? So that's, you keep that's, saying that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens. Yeah. So if you say, I will, if you answer, say I will no, counter the analogy in a bit, but Kelvin, Kelvin, no, okay, yeah, just let me, let me wrap up with you. Yeah. So if you say no. You, they will just keep going away. They, once one person says yes, that same thing happens. They will go around. You know, if your bit is good, and they tell the man that they don't request to pay, and they come like that. No, no, that thing they will say, oh boy, now my guy, now my guy, he helped me draw for at least for three hundred k. They will not come. They will come with that same price. You will say, okay, I, I draw for you for five k. No, tell them, we'll just give me that. Like, no, I help you. The guy will still go and uh-huh. talk. Or that happens <laughs> when the person will now say, no, 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 put red, put red. When his friend asks him, why are you using red? This red is not good. He will say, no, it's not me. It's designer that did it. So exactly, no quiz on your head. So you have to take it, right. it like that. That's how you do it. So yeah. All right. <laughs> so that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah uh, hey guys. Uh, as I wondered, uh, I've not been speaking and saying anything because I've been, you know, out of. I'm actually driving, but I just wanted to drop in a few tips about the value. I like, yeah, I like, yeah. Fact, this conversation, I'm very little about it. I'm back. I know. Come on, come on, come on. Mute, mute, mute. No, mute. but don't worry. I have to drop something. I have to drop something. You need to, you need to just get that drop, drop in. Drop the gem. Let him drop the gem. See, yeah, yeah, as, yeah, a, as, a, as a designer, eh, your value, mm-hmm. eh, 
you must establish your value and how you do establish your value is do not be just when client say um, client comes uh, i want to do a logo and you say okay the what do you want to do my name of my business that's all and you go and sit down and start doing everything from head to toe your value is how you approach your clients how you present your work to your clients how you communicate with the client the first person you communicate with the first client you communicate it well how you communicate yeah. with them how you present that work you are sending you are sending work or you are sending uh, one version uh, four logos and you just put all the logos in one page and send to the client you will just you know you they won't they will take it like that and that's one thing i've seen with nigerians why we nigerian we are having problems with design or graphics and or logo design there's a lot of opinion in in graphics compared to user experience or development when it comes to graphics the person you are working for his wife has an opinion about that design you did his sister has an opinion about the design he did. and again you don't forget that his wife is the one that we said don't collect it whether he likes it or not it's not fine you can't do anything but how do you kick all those things when you present the work sometimes your work will, will be finer than the presentation will be finer than the logo you've designed but the way you presented it alone the person will look at you and say ah, uh -uh okay this this great guy doing you are putting some you are doing logo and you are putting some extra few things just to spice it up a bit you need to add value to whatever they've given you to do touch of value of presentation communication they say okay i'm going to deliver by by wednesday and by wednesday you've not even done the logo then you did not communicate by thursday or anything communication those are the for for because i say junior or young graphic designers you don't have experience to to boost a lot of your um boost a lot of your your work you know you know like if person like let's say wants to do logo for one billion now they're not going to fight them you know, so everybody uh, we, if, if the person Google Leslie and everything will not say uh, Leslie, they don't know. But when you have like two years experience and they Google you and they are just seeing you with on Instagram with anything, nothing. There's no, there's no thing that will back up what you do. But what we back it up is how you approach people about the work you want to do. You get. So I'm just saying, add that value to it. Make sure you're putting your time into whatever you're doing and try to put some element of professionalism into work. It's because again, some people look at it, it's freelance work. Some designers do that freelance work, they make a royal one, they've got they paid me. No, you must put that amount of professionalism and time into your work unless oh man, that's a power go hold you, go hold you well, you go just grab you and go the work out like brother and sister continuously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Raymond, yeah. I'm actually interested in hearing what you have to say. Thank you very much. Um, all right. <laughs> Can you all hear me though? I'll be to hear you. No worry. Transmit. Transmit. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I want to come with a different perspective. I feel like it's also very, very important that we help our clients, you know, to understand the real value of the work that we give them. Because most of the time, these are our clients. They just feel like it's just, uh, it's not just open uh, Photoshop or Figma or whatever and start designing. They don't understand the real value of the work. But if you can help them to understand the value, okay, what is the result that they are hoping to achieve? How many clients are they looking to, like, get with this um, probably brand redesign? Uh, who are their target audience? You know, start speaking business with them. Start talking about business metric. Okay, how much are you looking to make if this is a success? What does success look like to you? You know, when you present yourself this way, when they understand, like, the real value of your design, I mean, it would potentially increase your value. Another thing that I wanted to even contribute, that I wanted to say from earlier, is that your price, eh? See, price, and I've noticed this. Price, your price tells the story. It tells the story about you as a brand. It tells the story about um, your work. And there was this story that I heard of about recently on LinkedIn. It's about, I think, a brand um, designer who was pitching for. This is a very, very interesting. Story. So. 
um, he said that was three years ago. He said that he was pitching for a product, and this product, this project was going to be like the best and the most costliest product project um, that he would ever do. Like the money that you are going to make out of that project is like two, three times what they previously been charging. So their pitch deck, they made it to be up to standard, you know, and they, you know, created the best pitch how they are going to solve that problem. You know, they presented it to the client. And guess what? He said that he priced that project, a brand project, priced it for $30,000. And then the clients looked at it and they just laughed at the project. And the client didn't say why he's laughing, but then they didn't end up getting the project. It turns out that the, the clients gave that project out to someone else who was charging, I think, $200,000 for that brand project. Now, when um, this guy asked the client, like, bro, uh, what happened? He was like, you guys gave the best pitch like you guys were awesome you guys were amazing you came up with the best idea but they felt that you guys were not experienced enough and exactly not good for it so your price they just felt that i mean the client has a budget for about 300k and somebody else came with a budget for with a price for 200k so to them psychologically it makes sense that this person that is charging 200k will come up with a better solution the person has more experience than him that is charging 30k but at the end of the day he could have still delivered it so the point is, your your price actually like tells a story about you, and this actually happened to me, and that was why I decided to switch into product design. Like, I, I there was something that happened to me. I was previously a software, mm. right? And uh, before I transitioned into product design, I I was kind of skeptical about it. Like, would I be able to make money from being product designer? So a friend reached out to me and like, yo, I see that you've been playing around with Figma. You know, you enjoy designing prototype, this and that. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure. He was like, okay, there's a company that wants want to actually build a mobile app. Is this something that you'd be interested in taking? Uh, I think they have some good budget. I'm like, ah, all these people, how much do they want to pay me? 50K. I was like, he was like, I should just trash, just um, have a conversation with them. I was like, okay, no problem. What's the worst that could happen? I would just label the price. I just like asked for something that was like two, three times what I would literally charge for a regular development project, right? Mm -hmm. I just charge them, tell them the amount. And it didn't even shake them. They were like, yeah, sure. They just And no more. <laughs> hey, God. They just stopped. They just stopped. They were like, yo, we'd love to work with you. No problem with that. I kid you not. Within that month, two months, I literally learned everything from product design. I reached out to my guy. My life changed, bro. And since that time, man, if I'm pitching any product, I have this confidence in mind. Like, yo, let me just drop the price. And one of the reasons I usually look at is, I don't give just a specific price and I encourage people, you know, like always try to give a range. So if you are charging the project, maybe 10,000, like um, I would typically be charging somewhere around 20 to 15K. Try to look at the person's disposition. If the person is like shaky, like, ah, okay, then you can be like, okay, that's like the first package between 10 to 15K dollars. Okay. Then the second package would be 10 to maybe like 5K. That would be like a second. So you already have that range. Then you can ask them, okay, what range would you be comfortable with? Or mm. something like that. Right, then they can tell you that, oh, maybe I'm looking for this other end. What is the package that comes with it? And then you can go into conversation and things like that. But always having that, like, confidence and just giving them the number and not shaking. Because at the end of the day, you don't see, prior to them coming to you, you never had the job in the first place. So why fear? Why um, try exactly. to tie your destiny to how, what the person is? The person is so, so, so it boils down to confidence at the end of the day. Last yeah, month, confidence and yeah. mindset. That's very, very, very important. Raymond, thank, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. what you just shared. Um, Brian, sorry, one minute. There is someone who I want to put on the spot. There's someone I want to put on the spot, and she's not going to like the fact I would put her on the spot. Happy back. That's if she's still listening, Shaq. Happy back. 
Okay, all right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so honestly, like my internet went off a bit, so if you can throw the question at me, yeah, oh, dear, oh, yeah, so the question was actually, um, what were the I think I think it's a question that it's a question that we asked and it just spiraled into something else, <laughs> you know. And there's been a lot of conversation. There's, there's been talk of you know unions uh, unionizing our, um, our our practice. There's been talk of um, pricing negotiation strategies, pricing strategies. Uh, there's still something I'm, I'm still going to I'm still going to uh, talk about about um, why people are leaving visual design to like other fields. I, I think that's, that should even be like self evident. But what what steps can we actually make? What steps can we actually do to a retain the visual, the graphic design talent that we currently have, and and, and make sure uh, make them see that, you know, I mean, you can still make a, a a comfortable living as a graphic designer without having to port to product design or UI UX. So, but generally, the initial question was, um, what I, I don't know if I, I don't know if you've answered this question, but, but what are the factors that actually influence that that, that influence clients into undervaluing and undercutting our prices. Oh, okay. I think I'm just going to, because um, Raymond and uh, Kevin and <laughs> I've said a lot, so I'm just going to say something. So, like, um, yeah. like you earn less when you have, like, a low convincing power. And uh, yeah. and that happens when you talk less about yourself and focus more on work. So, um, focus more on pushing yourself out there, personal branding, like I said, you know, like, learn about people's skills and like I'm having like this creative confidence. With that, man, like you can literally get anything. Remember, we talked about how you know I um, how I actually was trading my clients a particular range, and they were saying no, and one particular one particular person said yes, right? So that yeah. creative confidence is something that everyone should have. Actually, graphic designers they want to make more, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe that I believe that. See, I don't think any in, like in like in any industry can end less or end more. You end what you charge for, right? So if you Ask for ten naira, you definitely get ten naira. You ask for hundred naira, you definitely get hundred naira, right? Depends on how you position yourself. That's what I believe in. Yeah. Okay, I think I think uh, he's gone offline. Nigeria is essentially happening to him yet again. All right, so let me just quickly do a quick reset, guys. Thank you all for coming to our Twitter space titled Our Graphic Designers The List Page in the Design Industry, powered by Overlay Academy. <clears throat> And our speakers here are Kelvin, Brian, Zara, and my humble self, Leslie. Um, <clears throat> so, to the next question, I think I think um, before you go, let us just let them share the link. Everybody that is here, okay. do not to share the link so that every other person, wherever they are, they can come get the gems that Zara is sharing, gems that Kelvin just dropped, the gems that uh, the commissioner just dropped. Please, wherever you are, share the link so that people can come and join. You don't be stingy with all these gems, yeah. Mm-hmm. You 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 are highly encouraged to share because um this is this is a this is a very serious problem. A lot of us who started as I mean who are currently product designers actually started as visual designers. So let me just give, give a bit of narration um from my experience. When I started back then, I mean obviously I started as a visual designer. Oh yeah, um yeah, sorry, hold on. Okay, so yeah, so when I started as, as, okay. as when I started as, as, as when I started my my design career, I started as a, as a graphic designer. I started with logos. I started with um, I started with logos. Started with banner flyers. Started with um, album art and all that. But when each time I looked around, the only way I could make I could make decent money, decent sustainable money was that was if I went the agency route. 
And what I mean by agency routes is it's either I have I run my own agency or I be a part of an agency. Right. And I had this I, I, thank God God I, the devil did not push you. <laughs> I, had, I had this I had this gripe with agency. I don't know. It, it was it was I don't know. I, I really I really can't I can't say what's what's um why I didn't join an agency. And it wasn't for lack of trying trying. I tried to, jo- to join a one for one back back in the day. I jo- I tried to join um God knows I, I would never join inside, even if it was free. Um which other agency did, did I try to join? I know I tried. I, I, Jay, no, I tried DDB once upon a time. Of course, there were like three or four agencies, but I, I, I tried to actually join them, and I wasn't really successful. There was an offer on, on the table for me to join, um, Bat Size, which was a subsidiary of um, Rosa, is it Rosa, Rosa Bell or Rosa Bon something? Is this agency in, in uh, Ikeja? But for some strange reason, I never, I never saw myself as fitting into those kind of um, spaces. So I looked around, and then I just simply deduced that in order for me to differentiate myself, I need, I need to add some extra skills, right? And what were the skills I, I needed to add? I needed to start thinking about strategy, having a better idea of business. But most importantly, because I am a, um, I like to in quotes think myself, uh, think of myself as a craftsman. So I'm more, I'm more dedicated to the craft than than the long gist that people build around it. So I decided to then for, yeah, pick up um, web design. So I learned to web design, all the word pressing and all the this, all the yada yada yada. Then I started designing on Photoshop, designing um, screens on Photoshop, and from there, you know, my career just took off like that. So let me just cycle back to to what I was trying to um. One okay, let me just cycle back to what I was what I was trying to uh, say. A lot of product designers who uh, who currently have careers or who are excelling in product designers actually, I mean, in product design, initially started as as visual designers. I what is what made them shift? Case Is it just me? I can't hear nothing. Can anyone hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Oh, that means it must be from his end. Yeah, I think it's from his end. As Leslie is um, trying to get back, so I think his question was about how what made graphic designer shift into product design. Um, just to introduce myself, I'm Kelvin. Um, I'm an instructor at Overlay, and I, I'm the instructor for product design in Overlay. And talking about shift from graphic design to product design, I did that as well. Uh, Leslie did that as well. And I know a lot of product designers that wear graphic design as well. So if I just want to jump into what Leslie was saying, that one of the shifts I can tell you in 90, that I used was um, I felt one thing I felt, I kept, I kept on seeing the opinionated, value, um, opinionated um, point where you do a project and everybody has opinions about 
everything when it comes to graphic design. And I'm even speaking from not just from a freelancer, but even for a company, you work in it and everybody's telling you it could be like this, it could be like this, it should be like this, and no, nothing is backing it. So in Nigeria, I don't think, no, and it's not, you can try and put all the value you want to put, but it still happens. People still see graphic design as a side service in Nigeria. A lot of businesses, a lot of individuals still see graphic design as a side business because when you look at where people found graphic or see graphic designers starting from at the beginning, especially the old people, then when you get projects, you get projects from maybe older guys, not like now that you're, a lot of young people are doing entrepreneurship and they understand they yeah. see value in a lot of things. You get projects from older guys, and those older guys, the time they were seeing graphic design, they were not seeing them as project like. They were not seeing value in it where since people were doing on the side or people were using to hustle, you go to Mushi, you see people running around, oh I want to print I want to design flyer and it's cyber cafe things that you see. They, they associate all those things with graphics. It take it, it, it took tech to come into Nigeria and establish itself for people to actually get value in understand the value in graphic design. Back then, people didn't understand they were seeing it as a graphic designer is a, is a painter or a graphic designer is a, is a is someone that just a prints shirt or a prints flyer. The, that old mentality happened, so that was the thing I, I kept on hit, seeing that, and I like, okay. I, then one thing I saw, I saw the value because I was privileged to do to also do graphic design outside Nigeria, and I saw the value that those people, I saw the mindset those people had. I worked in a studio outside Nigeria, I saw how they treated things, how they saw the value into it, and I couldn't match those that kind of perception here in Nigeria. So, but I started seeing people understanding the value of UI UX design because of the value that tech was bringing in into the country. So that's why I was making that switch. And I didn't make that switch immediately. I, I worked in a design studio in Nigeria. And I, from that design studio, I started involving myself in UI project, website project, and I can do this, so let me do this. So the value, it was more of the value was not there. Or the value I wanted it to have was not there. And again, I'm not a very loud person, so I couldn't shout and say, oh, I, we need to happen, need to happen. I was like, I need to move to the next thing though, because this value, I, I just, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting the value. If I charge this, people are not actually giving me what I want. And you have to, for, I mean, when you're, when you're a graphic designer, please, desire the rest. You have to, there's a lot of, especially when you are, you are still new or back in the days, there's a lot of convincing you have to do. Am I lying? There's a lot yeah, of convincing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you really have to convince people. And the people that are convincing, that older people, how much, how much, how do you want to brag to an older person that is, that is coming to tell you that I know, I, I've been in this world for longer than you, or I've been in business longer than you, you know? Yeah. It it took that it took that pain. Like I, I, it was so painful. But you started seeing. Once I started learning was as a graphic designer, your benchmark and your, your inspiration and those things can never be your locality, because your locality when it's Nigeria, Nigerian graphic design industry is still young. And I can tell you for a fact, no matter how people have been designing, but the way Nigerian graphic designer is still young compared to graphic design industry that they are teaching graphic design in universities and abroad. You can imagine how, how robust that industry is and how robust those um, um, studios are. There are studios in, in, in America that are, as in, they are old, the founders are dead, but they're still number like, like Pentagram now. The founders of, of Pentagram, they, they're not, they're not even, some of them are not even alive. You understand? The founders of other studios, Lando, yeah. the guy, you understand? So the, 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 the mindset those people have, you need to start studying those people so that you can start understanding how they approach a lot of all these things. One of the reasons why I got my studio job when I got back from my master's in Nigeria was the, the lady, I don't know if you guys know LA Creative, um, Noella, she was the one, she, she, they contacted me via um, Instagram and I saw that I work. 
the reason why she got to, to one of the reasons though was because of the way the way she when i was doing my interview was when she was asking the questions who are your inspirations in terms of graphic design i wasn't calling local um local businesses or local agencies there were local agencies that were doing good i was not saying oh and um, pentagram lando and she was on the same trajectory with me when and she was not a small person she was already started designing um some good brands in nigeria then like um, um she was working with union bank she was working she did the medal hall at that time and all those things so you need to always for your mindset so that you can always put you can always get that people that will, will that are on the same level so transitioning into ui ux was just a thing that i i, I needed to to move into where the, the industry was becoming more robust or where they had more structure in so that, that was my own that was my own way i, I was able to transition and, and luckily for me i, I was funny luckily i was in a tech company already so that was easier for me to do that transitioning um i don't know if leslie is okay Leslie's not here yet so but um yeah i, I sort I think, of agree with you and i wanted yeah. to share with you i think there is, so here's the thing right like i feel like here in nigeria there's like a negative connotation or yeah, exactly. nigeria has yeah. sort of low valued um graphic designers here yes. and that was like a major concern for me especially before i transition to product design because i was concerned that oh okay i'm making good money as a software engineer with that if i transition into design the design space will i end money there and that's because i was scared that oh the graphic designers i know they are just charging like stipends literally for, for projects that would you know, stop delivering hell out of them so i really had that mindset but then because i was already in tech i was a software engineer i was working with an internship when i transitioned into product design it was more or less um it was another tech oh, company hello? that i was working. yeah can you hear me yeah. oh yeah yeah go on we went off yeah so because yeah. i was already in the sex space already i transitioned to product design i saw what international people how they respect the design space generally from you know graphic designers to interaction designers to product designers and how much they are willing to pay so that sort of gives me the confidence boost to be like, oh, okay, this is something that I can you know, take on as a career and you know, continue building my career on. So I feel like um, it depends on, on what you are passionate. If you are interested in graphic design, brand design, and that's like, you can definitely make as much as you can charge. There is this guy called Ezekiel, and he will tell you that for a branding project, you can charge upwards of 200k dollars or 300k dollars. It's based in the US. And so, and if you are a graphic designer, you don't know Chris, too. You should just start stopping your career right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so that mindset is very, very, very important. I'm sorry, there's a man called Kelvin. Sorry, it's my son that is making the line. Declan, can you stop making the um so yeah thank you raymond that's very like very key so um for again graphic design is not a career you should run away from that's not what we are saying because they don't pay you have people like uh killing it when it comes that their benchmark is not a nigerian brand those guys have put themselves in with um let me read it out there it's neo cool neo
is it just me but i can't hear kelvin any longer yeah i can't hear him also i was thinking is <laughs> a oh, okay and this guy is not that i'm having some other ears yeah probably my connect back but zara what what do you think um I have to agree with um, what we've been talking about so far. A lot of you have been switching from visual design, from graphic design to, you know, product design or interaction design. Like, um, what do you think is facilitating that? Any any observation that you've noticed so far? Okay, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much um, for that question. So, I, I, I just feel like the reason why people trying to like transition from a particular uh, niche given is because of the hype you know the, the hype and um, most times for, like, for a better life right mm. you know there's this um there's this thing about how the product designs are, are being paid more so let me let me be honest with you yeah 80 percent of people 80 percent of people that are actually rushing to learn product design right are because of what they think they pay and to be honest the see uh you can be paid as high as you ask for or high as you, you your value is being perceived right so um i think that switch is due to personal reasons because me I, I don't know but one thing i know for sure is the trend and then and, and then uh, like the barrier entry makes the product design look like like the foundation of design <laughs> yeah you know so if anyone's like almost i want to learn design the first thing they are doing is your ux <laughs> I want to learn design. Best thing I do is UI UX, and then all, most of all these, uh, most of all these e-learning platforms are not helping. It's just few like overlay and the rest, right? That yeah. are trying to let people know that see, you can learn graphic design, you can learn this, you can learn visual, you can learn look, like logo design, you can learn by identity. But others are like pro design, data analysis, more uh, 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 um, front end, back end, without trying to break down. Everything that is just into design. So I think that's um, everyone, 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 everyone that goes into tech, right? That's into tech. It's just for reason that they're there. So what do you expect, right? Yeah, yeah but I believe that. And I, I think part that, of that, that trend. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I, 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 but I, I believe that, like, no matter how a lot of people are actually, you know, diving into world design, me, I'm still chilling my brand design, you know, I know what I've made so far. So, I th- just basically people and what they think, right? If you have, if you are industry yeah. expert in your niche, you can say yourself and make good something, make out money, you know. So that's it. Yeah, I think you are right. And I, uh, if you notice what even happened last year when Google Google UX course came out, I mean, a lot of people, you know, saw it as an opportunity to, you know, venture into that field. If you hear the type design on Google, you see Google UX product design course, and everybody wham enter it. And exactly. So exactly. that's the problem. That's 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 a very very big problem. You know, like you said, that like you search yeah. design, you see UX. Meanwhile, they have brand. Okay, see that that that. See, even even motion said emotion is not even talked about. That's that's like one of the hardest. As in that is another very unique, <laughs> unique career yes. path that no one is talking yes. about. Yes, and I'm, I'm telling you, if you know how motions, how animation influences influences uh uh, uh decision there, people should value motion design a lot. See vis- visuals. Emotions it can influence you to buy. Or like how do you think most of all these like, startup close deals get precedes, you know, series A, series, all those kind of things? It's because of the visuals, right? Yeah. Such as they are pitching, say good stuff. The visuals are supporting everything. See, bro, that's the thing. Don't joke with that, visuals. Yeah, you're very right. What you just said, even um, 
it reminds me about an experience someone shared with me. Do you know there are people that actually, you know, their focus is just designing pitch decks, like yes. startups and brands, and these guys yeah. are chatting like, yeah, like they, they, call it, they call it, they call it presentation design. That's uh-huh. a very different on its own. And exactly. I, I, think I, I did like a lot of presentation that last year when this whole web thirteen was like, you know, all frenzy. You know, people were like talking about it. So I joined this scope channels that. Uh, this is called channel that was incubating a lot of startup, right? So, like, what I did was mm-hmm. trying to reach out to them personally to, like, see, oh, look at the, I designed pitch deck. Then, even they asked my portfolio, I was telling them, like, like, the like portfolios are just pitch deck. And I closed, like, a bunch of gigs from there. So, no jokes. Exactly. Designing pitch deck is a different skill of its own because you have to become, you have to make sure that the visuals are right. You know, everything should be eligible. You're not designing for yourself, right? You're designing to uh, sort of bring out this convincing, you know, uh, power, you know, mm-hmm. from those visuals. So that's that's something. Yeah, you're very right. We have I, a space for presentation design in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sister, you have been raising your hand since you wanted to contribute. Okay, yeah, I wanted to, um, you know, um, from my, coming from my own perspective, um, I would say part of the reason why graphic designers, I, I, I would say graphic designers are mainly um, seen as being paid this design industry in Nigeria, I would say, and uh, a lot of things contribute to it. You know, uh, I, 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 firstly, I, that's one of the reasons I'm even grateful. At least that space has made me got into you know see to see and you know meet with you know stand space even Instagram. yeah majorly Instagram. I've been able, but if you if you come down to your locality and observe the that you know humans have been contacting or con- like giving contracts to design maybe for their brands for their companies and so and you you see the designs those designers make for them it's a whole lot of mess and it ends up making them pay some you know, um request for just a very they use they're just changing one thousand era i like one thousand era for for a flyer for a logo i get it's complete rubbish like complete to me, it's very so. Those things now tend to influence even companies. They, they tend not to to give up any kind of regard um, or other particular. So they just feel like, what do I even need for it? How is it going to be for my business? How is it going to and and it's it's kind of you know affecting generally. It's it has spread around and it's it doesn't always have the value we needed to have had. Why here in this company? It's only top companies now that are beginning to see the need. And to see how it inflates, you know, their 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 identity. That begin to, you know, they are the ones. Look, we've been we've been seen at the top, you know, because basically we are majorly online. But if you come to the grassroots and see what has been going on, it, it sprang it springs forth from from the from the you know from the grassroots of lo- localities where we base in. You see the kind of yeah. um, brands and so on that are, that are going. So partly. Uh, Say that that's what is contributing to us looking like we're least bit that I've gotten to you know understand uh what we could actually absorb for a role of graphic design. Because firstly, I, I see graphic design as like a collective or uh, um, name or, or title for different aspects. You know, as as, as graphic designers, I, I might be I don't know, I might maybe get a correction from my bosses if I'm wrong. As a graphic designer, it's just more of like you're designing. Um, 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 I like it. You're designing something like to just communicate. You are designing to communicate to people through visuals, and you know, or for some 
you know, for something that works. For me, I feel it has so many branches. Firstly, I, I would say I, I started with as, you know, as in, you know, um, um, normal graphics with just like Photoshop, doing the flyers, doing banners, then moved on to logos and then moved on to After Effects, learned how to do some text animations and so and this, and then I got to started to start knowing a few other branches. It's just lately, as at last year, I got to start knowing about products. And I was like, oh, oh. So now, com um, companies have actually, hey, been, yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, okay. So, like, uh, I, I got to start knowing that you know companies um, you know, need designers just to you know communicate. How I put it, their products very well to you know the users to use that like the apps and like that. I was I was really surprised about that. And I said, oh wow, that's that's actually a nice aspect. And for we that you know are more of you know when we're in school we did more of you know maybe final year project and this and, and coming up with ideas, drawing up solutions. Some of us we, we have to some you know product design product designer in this aspect is like designs of maybe your project or something like that and articulating them before you give it to the manufacturer and then it produces it and it's it's now you know working in the company uh, i started saying that oh that's that's almost the same way this ux and product design is like and you know it, it, it's something that could fit in also i get it but in as aside that part of the reasons that you know led me into looking into this product design was actually hearing that oh it has even a high pay actually and I, I was I had to start researching about it, you know, checking YouTube, several what are product design rules, what are their um their um how do I put it, how they are like like their their routine, what and what do they do, what and what is involved as a product designer, as a UI UX and so on. And you know, I got to understand, you know, the full aspect and then started, you know, trying to delve into it and actually finally delved into it. But partly because of the pay, I get and the pay now is based on the kind of companies you're working with and most of the companies are, are not really um, you know nigerian you know nigerian or something that I, I i don't know how to explain that so yeah, I mostly that, yeah, i would say it's it, 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 graphic designers are, con are, are considered as paid in the design industry in just this our country our country nigeria i don't think yeah, i don't yeah, think it's is yeah so, yeah. so, so it, it, it now depends on how we influence. Okay. Um, yeah, it depends on how we yeah, now influence yeah. the design industry. You know, you know, trying to the first, there are some amateur designers that well. tend to cause this this issue. Major majority of them exist. I, I get they they charge very low. I they charge very low and do poor these various people, uh, um, various companies and those companies because then so they don't have this design sense. Is you know attribute of giving pure value in design space or something like some person just naturally just I don't know he just hates you know I was talking to hey someone yesterday or say early this morning and oh, I was you? showing designs I even sent him flyers yeah I I even sent him flyers made by I was designed for some Twitter spaces and told him okay check this out it was like this is not nice. Ah, this this is the, the text are too small the blah 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 i was like how do these people think is it color you know you know so that some of them the, the way they reason they just feel like their design says like, oh red and green makes things point out information well those local local mindset or something so i 
still is only when we start you know influencing the space okay, I think like and i don't know how we could do that when we start influencing the space educating more people about it getting them to know the value is going to contribute to various industries and and you know markets or whatever because of how the world is turning into you know a digital space in 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 in, in few years from now in fact that started actually but, but i mean like t- it's taking over again so i just feel is only when we try to influence it by any means we could devise it's going to really affect and you know contribute to the design industry and make us at least start becoming highly valued first in this country we are, I know generally we are valued outside this country. I don't know. Here, it, it's, it's more of like a mess. So that's just what I wanted to share. I'm going to speak with Okay, I think, um, since I'm, your network has been breaking, but I think I get your point. So um, there's a question I have for Zara. Of, um, Habi, Habi Bat, sorry if I mispronounce your name. Um, I'm going to just ask a question. Zara will just think about it. Then you go. Once you're done, Zara will answer the question. Yeah? So, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. So, just wait, let me ask a question. Once I ask that question, uh, then I will take, take note of the question. Once you are done talking with whatever points you want to share, then I will answer the question. Yeah, so, so, um, the reason what one of the reasons why we got there on this uh, space is because, uh, the the the, uh, the notion that says, um, product designers ain't higher than graphic designers, and I can tell you that there's some people here in this space that are just brand designers that aim more than product design. Yes, yeah? so it's not like yeah, sometimes it depends on who the person is and depending on the company and it depends on a lot of factors. So you cannot entirely say that um, graphic designers are any lesser than product designers. It's not entirely true. In fact, it's not true because it depends on the person. There are brand designers, in, there are brand designers that I know. Zara is one of them that earn more than a lot of product design. For myself, most of my, uh, my, my, my gigs and company I work for, uh, they are graphic design and brand identity design and major the real pay comes from there you understand so it depends on how much value you are able to push out so people are able to push out their values through product design so who can push their values through graphic design yeah so Zara, um all, all that i said i think you can put it together and uh, once happy parts is done you can go on and then share more light on the idea that um product design is not entirely highly higher um gets high pay compared to graphic design it depends on the person it depends on the situation it depends on a lot of factors. So happy about you can go now. Sorry. So um, hi everybody. Are you asking if product designers get paid more? Is that the question I'm answering? And, uh, I, I thought you had uh, a question because um, no, Leslie uh, actually asked me to come up. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, hi, Leslie. I just yeah, wanted to. I actually wanted to do two things. One, I wanted to. I wanted to hear what she had to say. That's number one. Number two, I wanted to put her on the spot because you know yeah. it's a thing I enjoy doing to her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's, it's a pleasure to actually have you here, Abiba. Um, feel free to chime in whenever you can. Um, that being said, I want to recognize the presence of. Is he still here? Please, I I hope he's still here. Yes, I wanted to recognize the presence of Tola Alabi. The yep. logo Yay. design. His Royal Majesty. I I already invited. This is going for you. I already invited. And, and for <laughs> me, just you know, Tola Labi is a mentor. He's a teacher. He is a good friend. He's an amazing. He's an amazing person, and um, he's always he's always a joy to listen to. So um, whenever he has a chance, we will be honored to have his input 
in this conversation. Um, but please, Zara, continue. Um, uh, why Zara is coming up? I'll be back. You can go on. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm um, I'm here, Brian. So but I want to figure out because uh, what you said was I don't know if it was like a question or an answer. It's a question. So, can... no, I don't think it's <laughs> he didn't put it like a question, but if you can be able to throw it at me once again. Okay. The question is the question. The question is um like the question we have here already that says um a graphic designer is paid in the design industry. My answer is no. Yeah. So I think you should throw more lights. I think between what I said before that will help. So just. <laughs> Okay, I, I thought we have actually gone on this. You know, no, no, <laughs> talked no. about why, 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 why I brought it up is because people keep saying that product design gets a higher pay compared to graphic design. I'm saying that it depends on who is talking, who is negotiating. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, like, Can I graphic ask designers, about... yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know if Abiba has anything to say. Yeah, I actually, I'm so sorry, Zara. Can I, um... On the whole product design, graphic design thing, I've been kind of watching what's happening in the Nigerian design space specifically. And I think one element I've personally noticed is product design is very jackpot. The, the jackpotability of product design, I think, has a great influence on why people are switching. There was a... Because <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's just something, it's an observation. Because there was a space somebody held and they were talking about graphic design and abroad and the space ended abruptly because I think they really just wanted to hear that you can get a visa on a graphic, like as a graphic designer, you know, and I think that has a great influence. And the other thing is product design in the ecosystem of tech globally is important, right? Like everything is basically a product now. We can't live without product design. So there are more jobs and remote work due to COVID made that very much accessible, right? That's why you see people complaining that they say the job is remote, but they're talking about America and Canada and whatever. But I really think jobability has a lot, because even if you go into those spaces and you listen to the questions that Nigerians are asking, it has a lot to do with that. So, and I think also, like you said, Nigeria is a society that, is very much a class-driven society, right? So there's also this idea of we need to accommodate our respect as graphic designers. Me, personally, I personally don't care about that because as you guys have been having this conversation and as we kind of laid out, it depends on the value that you bring. Um, Ella Creative, I love that woman. If I ever get a chance to speak to that woman, eh? Oh my God, I love that woman so much. You see what she's doing, and then somebody who wants to come and say, yeah, no, respecting graphic. You have to position yourself. And I'll say one last thing before I mute my mic. What I wish is that more designers in Nigeria come together and form studios. Because it's it's not the idea that, oh, world this world keeps getting thrown around. World class, world class, world class. You don't see Japan having a meeting about how can we have our design system world class. They just do amazing work. And I think if great designers come together and genuinely solve problems and do amazing work, more Nigerian studios will get these contracts rather than Nigerian projects and taking them abroad. And I think it's that thing of there aren't enough studios, there's not enough diversity of people who can handle projects from like 100K to like millions of dollars. It's just not there. Everybody wants to be Superman and it doesn't work like that. So that's just my opinion. Thank you. Thank you very much, Aliba. Always dropping crystals for us. I love you. Thank you so much. I, I actually do agree with, with, with the collaboration angle because um, <clears throat> you can't do everything. 
you really can't do any, it's it's not as easy as 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 advertised and, and and it becomes more apparent as you get older in uh space you really can't do everything but that being said it, it, it then segues into this question because if i'm collaborating with a couple of other, of other designers so let's say i have like a quorum i have three designers i have a marketing person and i have maybe like a technical person uh, then i have maybe like a biz dev person right um we'll get to you just give me minutes you know i have a business person so let's say we actually six i'm starting i'm starting an agency the chances that my agency will get a job that the big three or the big four in nigeria in terms of you know in terms of agency okay wait let me rephrase that properly it's going to be difficult for my agency to compete against the big three or the big four. And the big four are somewhere between Extreme Ideas, Noah's Ark, DDB, and um, Insights. I think those are like big four. Right? So you can't, like, even if I were to, even if I were to, 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 to create an agency now, for example, how can I bring in business? How can I bring in business such that even though the big four exist, they are not really... They're not really trampling on my margins at the end of the day, but that's just you know that's that's that, that's just a question that I think we should consider, and I, whoever wants to answer that can actually go ahead and answer that. Um, now let me do a quick reset for the room. This is a space about um, if graphic designers are the least paid in the design industry. This is a space that is powered by Overlay Academy. Overlay Academy is all about empowering creative designers so that they can have more fulfilling careers and leave their best lives at the moment we're currently offering uh four courses one for one for product design one for um webflow one for visual design and the last one is for creative coding with html css java script head over to overlay.academy um, to check out our courses our next cohort will be kicking off in October. Our graphic design course is going to be kicking off the 20th of August. If you are interested or you know someone who will be interested, please do not hesitate to send them our way. That being said, let us get back to our discussion. Um, there was a question, there was something I wanted to talk, I want, actually wanted to ask about, right? And I think it's, it's something that I feel kind of confuses a lot of people. We've spoken about value and value creation and how to actually talk about value. What does that really mean? And I'm asking for the sort of people who are, you know, who are new to our space or who are who are just kickstarting their their freelance careers. Or what does value mean within the within this context? Zara, would you like to take that? Up? Okay, like what does value mean, right? Yes. Okay, uh, value as a designer is when. Um, uh, you have like a, a high convincing power, like I've said this over over again. And when you talk more about yourself and your work, you know, you position yourself that is uh, in the place whereby it's easier for you to like close deals. Like, and as, if you ask me, how do you position yourself? For example, there are high profile events that you know that um, if you uh, you if show up there, there is no way you will not be able to connect with someone that will become a prospect or likely convert. You know, uh, in the future, yeah. Then uh, value also is you being able to communicate to how how you present yourself, how you talk highly of yourself and your work, right? I see. I know a lot of like, like talented designers out there that they could do cool things, but you see that they don't know how to sell themselves. So as you are talking highly of yourself, the work out there is also speaking highly of you. 
So I think that's valuable. Now, I think that the other things too are that you can also put out there as valuable. I think that's what I define value to be, yeah, actually for a creative person. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So I, I, I actually, I was saying that you know, it, that was a really good take. Thank you very much, Zara. Um. So who else? Who else wants to like add to that? Brian, Kelvin. Ah, wait. Tola Labi has become speaker. Maoga, the mic is yours. <laughs> hey, Leslie, how you doing now? <laughs> Sorry, I, I just bumped in on this and um, first of all I, I think I need to give kudos to whoever came up with this with this title to this space because I was just saying yesterday that a lot of people don't know how to name their spaces so they don't get people to join but when you name a space like this they can't get people to join so yeah it's, it's a really mm -hmm. good, really good um, so I, I just wanted to join although I, I was busy doing something but I just wanted to, to join because it's a, it's a topic I'm really passionate about um, and I feel there's a lot of misinformation that people are having. Um, I hope you can hear me clearly, though. Yeah, it's, it's kind of breaking. breaking. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Um, is it any clearer now? Nah, it's still, still, still cool. Uh, if, if you can, like, uh, change your microphone or something. I think the way it's breaking in and out, it sounds like a network issue. Yeah, it might be a network issue. Okay, just, uh, well, I can hear okay, don't give me a minute. Let me see if I get my mic because it might be my position. No, we, can, we can hear you. We can hear you. So it's clear enough. I think it's, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so, so what, what I just wanted to say was, um, I, I feel m maybe, maybe, um, maybe I'm old school. And I think I am to a very large extent because I get confused a lot by a lot of terminologies that are out there right now. And the truth is, I might be old school, but I'm still in the school. So I, I, I now feel bad for the person that is not even in the school at all, which is the clients out there and people that are not even into design at all. Because there are a lot of these terminologies floating out there, the product designer, UI designer. Um, the, the first time I heard of stuff, full-stack designer. I, I still don't know what that is till now, but someone threw it straight at me the other day, and I was like, I don't know what that is. But you see, um, I, I just hope we are not naming ourselves into, like, extinction, to relevant, or out of relevant. So, so you see, when we talk about product design, I'm thinking, what does product design mean to the average client out there? And a lot of times, when I judge the average client, I kind of talk to my wife, talk to my sister, talk to my friends who don't know jack about design. And I'm like, what does product design mean to you? And to them, a product is anything that they need right now. So a product to them is a flyer. A product to them is a, is a social media um, post. A product to them is a logo. You understand? So when we like say product design, they don't get it. You understand? And, uh, and, and that's when we, it impresses us, but it ostracizes the client. 
So you see, so let's say, do graphic designers make more money than product designers? I'm kind of thinking, what products are we talking about? Because a designer that does flyer is a product designer. So a designer that does web is a product designer. Someone that designs shoes is a product designer. So, so you see, the product to us might be clear, but to the, but, but to the outsider, it's not really clear. But now, when we have this, this issue of do graphic designers make more money than any other type of visual designer, or do they get paid less? Um, yes, I would agree that a lot of graphic designers, in quotes, get paid reasonably lower. And I say graphic designer, knowing that our minds go to people that design flyers, layout, and stuff like that. Um, so, so, so we should kind of categorize those people as graphic designers. But I really feel that the core of every or most visual design is graphic design. And I, I was saying this day before yesterday that I had the privilege of, of schooling in Canada and doing a course called Interactive Multimedia, which I didn't understand what it was when I went to school. But when I went to school, they made it clear to me because we did nearly everything. We did web, we did animation, we did um, identity design, um, we did layout design, you know, we did, we did motion. So there was everything. And I was, I was saying, it's interesting how the first lecture of every single course, whether it was the animation or the web course or the motion course, was always foundation of design. So we learned foundation of design five times for every single course. So, so it, it came clear to me that this thing was, was basic. You understand? So, but I'm, I'm, what I'm thing right now is, we graphic designers, in quotes, the people that we call graphic designers don't earn a lot. And it is not particularly the fault of the people practicing it. It, it. it is the fault of the design community. Like today, I was, my wife and I, we went for our children's graduation. Um, and they, we were talking to another couple. And this lady was saying her younger son is more intelligent than her older son. And my wife um, was saying, no, 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 maybe they're not just intelligent in the same way. Maybe this guy, he's smart and not academic smart. And she was like, no, 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 no. This guy, I said this guy is more intelligent. The younger one is more intelligent than the older one. That, he, that the older one too knows it. And I keep telling him, why is your younger brother more intelligent than you? And, and he was like, oh, he, the younger one always even helps the older one to prepare for exams because the older one doesn't know how to prepare. And when I got home, my wife, I was like, she's the cause why the older one is, is, is not as smart as the, old, as, as, the, as the younger one. Because she's telling him every day that he's not as smart. So by default, he's not as smart. He wakes up every morning thinking, I'm not as smart as my older brother. And when you tell him that enough, he'll go up always feeling his old younger brother is smarter than him. And he'll never find himself. And that's, that's the issue we have with graphic designers today. I think the, the, the image and the service has been bashed too much. Bashed as in, as in better than bashed. That graphic design cannot get too much. Graphic design doesn't amount to much. You see? Before, it was told on the outside. There were people on the outside telling us graphic design was not, was not nothing you can make money out of. It was just a hobby. But now, even on the inside, you have somebody in, an, in another category of design telling you you are doing a lower-end design. So you wake up every day feeling you can't make much. So you see, the, the esteem comes before the, before the value. And you're talking about value just now. You see, the value doesn't build the esteem. The esteem comes, then the value comes out. So you become confident with what you have, then people begin to want what you have. So it's... It, 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 the, the, the problem is not that graphic design doesn't have values because the esteem of those doing it is not valuable. It's not, it's not an esteem that brings about value anymore. Like before I went to Canada, I've been doing graphic design. I've been doing graphic design. I started doing graphic design in 2004. 
And, you know, because my parents have been telling me and people have been telling me that you don't do this thing as a career. You do it as a hobby. It can't bring you money. I was, I was, I was going with my tail in between my, in between my legs. So I was like, oh, this thing is not valuable. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So I wasn't even charging much. I was charging at all. If people were paying me, I felt like they were doing me a favor. Because you know what? My parents were telling me that it didn't have much value. Do you understand? So my esteem was battered. But once I went to Canada, I met a different set of people. I met some lecturers who were telling me, well, this thing is great. You can make a lot of money. So you see, they didn't really teach me anything much outside of Because the truth is that I was, I was self-taught a lot. I'd already started thinking with Photoshop and Flash and then before I traveled. The only thing I got coming back was a built-up esteem. Because they were telling me every day, there, that graphic design was it. If they told me it was it, it was what you needed to do, and, and the world needed it. So I came back to Nigeria with the same skills, pretty much just a little polished up, but a much built up esteem. And it reflected in the way I started charging. It reflected in the way I started positioning. It reflected in the way I started communicating. You understand? What really changed was what I was hearing and what I was told. So you see, it's not even about product designers and graphic designers. It's just a matter of product designers are told that they are it. Graphic designers are told that, in quote, can I believe the graphic designer, but graphic designers in context of what we are saying right now are told that, man, this thing is low end, or you can't make more from it. And that is what brings about what we have right now. It's not that one is more valuable than the other, just that some just don't have valuable esteem anymore. So we need to do more. If we, if we, if we stop killing it from the inside, I start saying, you know what? It's all valuable. It all makes sense. Just put your heart into it. It doesn't matter whether you're making business cards or you're, you're, you're building apps. What we just want you to do is put your heart into it. Do it like it's a calling. Do it like it is the most important thing to you. And see if you want to make money. See, you can make money from any... And I think that's the mentality I saw abroad and the mentality I'm seeing here. The mentality abroad is you can make money from anything. Anything. As long as you want to do it. As long as your heart is in doing it. But here, they're like, you can't make money from something between which your heart is there. And that is just not true. You understand? So, and, and that's why you see, in every industry, do, 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 do doctors make more money than nurses? Yes, in Nigeria, we feel so. But the truth is, I've seen nurses that make more money. And, and doctors, I've seen doctors that are largely impoverished. I've seen nurses that are just striving. You understand? So, but in the, in, in the hierarchy, we kind of see that doctors are above nurses. But the truth is that it's, it's, it's the value. It's the value. It's the value you bring to it. Like, um... My wife used to work in um, a hospital um, here in Abuja. She did a house mask because my, my wife is a medical doctor. So she did a house mask there. And she told me of this anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist, you see. When, when you are in the theater and there's, a, there's an order, there's the surgeon, there are the doctors, there are the uh, medical officers, there's the anesthesiologist who seems to be the lowest. But she told me about this particular guy that was such an incredible anesthesiologist that they used to call and they used to wait for him to arrive. So she had never seen an anesthesiologist being so respected in her life before. But people used to request that they want him to come. Because you know what? Putting someone under anesthetic is a very dangerous thing because the person might never come out. So they need to measure the drugs and know what, what will align with the weight of the person and then they are sure the person will come back alive. And you see, for doctors, it's a terrible thing when you go into a, a, a theater and you do your job and you do it well and the person just doesn't wake up because the anesthetic you gave the person was just too much. He said they used to wait for this guy and call. So in that hospital, he was higher than the surgeon. And that's just because of his own ability to do the job. He did it with passion. Do you understand? He did it with passion. He understood the value of what he was doing. And because of that, 
it became valuable. So, so I really feel like designers, mm, we are all designers, we are all in one boat. And we, we really need to encourage each other. And this segregation, this segregation is doing more to impoverish us than to empower us. Because, you see, people are like just sticking to one boat and they're saying, I am this, I don't do this. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yes, you. We can hear you, we can hear you, 100, 100. All right, so I, I was going to say that people are saying they are this, not this. They're impoverishing themselves. Because, you see, I, I had a client call me the other day. Not my client, but a friend I had that was working with a designer. I was like, I'm just frustrated working with this guy. He's like, he's telling me he's a logo designer, but you cannot design a this for me, a brochure, or a calendar, or a this for me, you see? And, and that's the frustration a lot of people have. The question is, yes, your strong point is logo design, but can you design a calendar? Yes, you can. Are they offering you money to design it? Yes, they are. But you see, because you are so held on to a nomenclature, you're like, I will touch this. Is that when you design a calendar, your, your mouth will melt or something. You understand? So we have this, I, I, I can't do this, I won't do this, and we pass money away. But you see, we now have other people who are like printers that are like, we can do it, we can do it. You see, printers there, and that's why you can say a printer, change the house, change the house. Yes, they're generalists. And they're, making, they're cashing out big time. You see, they're changing our laptop, then they're changing their house. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, in, in their mind, the, the printer is, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And it's taking everything. And in five years' time, the printer is has is, is built a big printing press. And is asking you, the designer, if you are willing to take the job as the creative director. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the biggest issue we have. Mm -hmm. The thing is, niche as much as possible. Be something. Like me, I love logo design. It's my bed and butter. I love doing it. But for kind of loud, if you want to do layout for you, and you're going to pay me well, I will do it for you. You understand? And if I can't do it for you, I will call the guy who can do it for you, and I will say I did it for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the truth is, I want to solve your problem. And I know that a logo, it, you see, and I'm going to talk to people that say they are logo designers. A logo on its own is like yours. A virus is very potent. It's a very deadly thing only within a system. If a virus is outside of an organism, it's useless. It dies. You know, it can't live for long outside of an organism. Just like we have coronavirus that kind of put the world on standstill. It could only put the world on standstill because it had the human organism to be bouncing around. If on its own, it will die. HIV virus on its own, outside will die. You understand? So a logo on its own is good, it's beautiful for a while, but if it doesn't go on something, it's going to die very quickly. You understand? And then you, 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 are the, you are the designer, you need to foster that, that organism that that thing will go on. So when you say, I don't do this, and you give it to somebody who's going to do it the shoddy way, you are killing your industry and killing your product. You understand? And you're killing your relevance. So, so, so for, for you as the logo designer, yes, it's what you know how to do. Is the, is the, is the, is the first point of call. But then I feel niching is I do this, not full stop, but I do this, comma, and this, comma, 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 then you can now do something full stop, or something comes first. So I, I believe the, the general gist of it is what I, what I just want to say is nobody gets list, nobody gets paid the list. But people have, graphic designers have the least self-esteem. And that is the biggest problem. That's why they're being paid the list. Not because their work is useless or they don't have value. It's just because they're not being said what they need to hear that what they have is of value. And they need to start hearing that. Just like product designers are hearing that. That's all I see. If at any time we unionize, now you could be our first president. Yeah, I'd like to confirm what's going on. 
So, um, Tola, thank you very much. As me and you have a very similar career path, funny enough, and I really, I didn't have to say that I can find somebody in that path. And it's what you said about um, when you go back from your your masters was self-esteem and how they do it there was different, and that is very key. We here we know how to break people's self-esteem a lot. So what I would think we should always do as graphic designers or as product designers, no matter what field you, as far as in the design industry, we must carry ourselves along and we must blow our trumpet for even the lesser people so that they can become stronger. When I was doing my master as well in the UK, what helped me was when during my course, I told my my my, my lecturer, I want to become better and I want to, I just want I want to just do course alone. He saw that I was doing good and he was like, I'm going to put you in the studio that a friend has a friend has. And all I was hearing from him was you are good enough, you are good, you are very good at this. And even the least person in my class that did not even do graphic background, he was constantly telling that person that you are good at this, just keep on doing it. I went to a design a small studio to the same thing I was hearing, and that didn't change my whole mindset. I came from the school where um, at people that went to Cobham University, they were telling you, you are, you, are, you are a business owner or you run business, you will not work for people. So when I left the school, I was saying, I'm not going to work for anybody, I'm not going to, I'm going to own my business. But by the time I came back from my master, all I wanted to do was to join a design studio and work because I had the confidence that I'm going to kill this and I'm going to do it well. So we just need to keep on pushing and, and saying, these guys, these people, this is our industry, people are doing that. And we need to keep on encouraging ourselves and everybody. But, Kelvin, thank you so very much. I mean, that was that was very very insightful, and that was a good idea. Uh, before we say good to Abiba, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Dizzy. No, no, wait, hold on. Before we say good to you guys, there's, there's someone who I think we've kept on the line for quite some time now. God of products. Hello, God of products. Hi, Hi good, good good evening. Good evening. So what would you like yeah, to say? Um, am I audible? Oh yes, yes, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um. So great conversation so far, but I would like to come from a different like perspective. Go ahead. Um, when it comes to graphic design and product design, the title is I say graphic design the least paid in the industry. Yeah, true. Because they are the least paid in the industry. Um. When you see a graphic designer being paid high, I, I want you to ask that person how long has it been in the industry. Like, that's a good question to ask. How long have you been doing it? And I want you to go to a product guy that is doing product design for two years and ask him, how long have you been doing it? How long have you been paid? And how, what has this brought to you, right? When you're a product designer, right, you get to be in a meeting with CEOs, business strategy, financial analysts, right? You get to work with people from diverse fields, right? You get to have good understanding of how things work, right? You... you, you we're not even talking about networking because that's where you dwell in. You dwell in the place of network you get. So your co-workers, everybody are connected, right? So when you move from companies to companies, your network grows, right? That is one by the side. And you, you see a graphic designer, right? Basically, they work with clients. They Basically, they do freelancing, right? They freelance. They make a couple of money, make a couple of bucks, right? Which is good, right? But they... I know a lot of people that do freelancing, right? It's just the money. They make money and it's fine. Right, but you have to. What are you optimizing for in your career? What are you optimizing for? You get, are you optimizing for career growth? Right, are you optimizing for career growth with money and relevance, or you're mm -hmm. optimizing for just making money in the hiding? Right, a lot of guys are a lot of people on this page. They went from graphic design to product design. I want you to ask them why. Why are they not in graphic design? Why, why did they switch to product? 
let's be honest. Let's not be biased. Why did you make the switch to product? You get it's, it's, it's not like with, with they, they never like the graphic design, right? They, it's not like they don't like graphic design or whatever. But one thing you need to know that in order for you to stay relevant, you have to move. This is not, there's no, there's no, let's be honest, there's no we, there's no kind of like we have to move, you have to move, right? If you, if you are in a place whereby you are stuck, you, you, you know that this can't work for you. You have to move. So there's no like we have to come up with the regulation. We have to no 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 no. Let's not be, there's no I have to move. If I want to go far, I have to, to get into this industry, do this and do that. Right? So what I'm saying is that product design brings you a lot of opportunity. It brings you a lot of open doors. Why on, on graphics design on the other hand? You have to be doing this for a long while. For a long while. I see a lot of people coming out UI UX. To be honest, I'm not bothered about like I'm not even angry at them, to be honest. Let them learn as they keep doing. Let them learn. If they want to do whatever they want, let them learn on the go. Let them learn doing graphic design. And like if you are a graphic designer starting out, there's really a lot of struggle you have to go through. A lot of struggle, a lot of self-doubting. You don't you, you know how to find a mentor. You can't even see someone. If you have a mentor, that's when you even you, you even have an opportunity to scale higher as a graphic designer. But you, there's no place for you to even have a mentor that's going to mentor you on graphic design, right? There's no there's no platform for that. But in terms of um, I think I didn't answer the question. Are graphic design limited? Yes, they are. There's no being biased. If a guy is paid one million for a logo, trust me, product designer sitting in a tech company is earning that by just moving the button, just moving the button ah, on the website. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's not. It's not. It's not being biased. <laughs> product design will get you to meta. Graphic design won't get you to meta. It will never. It will never get you to meta. The least you would do is that you'll be, be a contractor to them for a one-off project. And you, you, when you're done with that, that's it. There are a lot of guys that do that. They are fucking good, right? But they just consult. They are just basically consultants, right? When they consult you, you do the job, you get in and you get out. As easy as that, right? Quick money. You make quick money, right? But what I'm saying is that, like Habibat said, it won't take you to any... It won't take you out of this country. Let's be honest. It won't. He won't. It's not. It's not being biased. Let's not be sentimental. He won't, right? So that's just basically around it, right? There are lots to this topic, but I'm just going to drop the mic here. Thank you very much. Thank you so very much for your contribution. Got a lot of products. Really appreciate your input. Thank you so much. Um, next person we want to bring up here, um, King Google. How about I promise? After King Google, you are next. Uh, Commissioner himself, uh, thank you for, for this. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, it's nice to meet all of you. And, and, um, Zara, this is my first time. Uh, we actually went to the same school. So, uh, let me um, say to from Fedor here, I was a, I, I am still, but during my um, years of branding, yeah. I didn't. I didn't fully like. I didn't fully like it. I did it because of uh, money. Money was attached to it. You understand? And then I found that I found UI UX, and I fell in love doing that. And I see that okay, also earning from it is also great. But I, I fell in love with that. So I wouldn't say that a lot of people are shifting to UI UX because of the money 
so much negotiating because of the passion for it, uh, designing for people, seeing their designs in action, you know, apps, websites, and the rest of it. So for me, it's, it's something that I love to do and love to transition in, uh, transition into rather than being chased for the money. Yes, we all know that comfortability is the major thing of, every, of everything we do. But yeah, there's also passion and love for something. Then, uh, I also want to say that in Nigeria, we are really on the value of graphic design. As graphic designers, in fact, in fact, as designers as a whole, we are forgetting that we are the visual of everything everybody wants to do. Whatever programmers want to do, product managers want to do, this and this, that, this and that, there's a visual aspect that they're trying to portray. And we are forgetting that we are that people. So I think the, the, we're forgetting that we're very important. Without us, with just blueprints and ideas that so many apps have and so many businesses just want to step from physical business. We, we are the visual of software. And I need us to understand that we are very, very important. I support the whole union thingy. Yes. But I want us to, to, to know that it's very important, very huge key. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't forget that. We shouldn't forget that we are very much important. Because no matter what they are doing, no matter what they want to bring up, no matter what, what uh, you say, uh, you need a logo for this, or if this, uh, this is my business idea, blah, 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 this and that. Why is he explaining it to you? Because of a visual aspect has to be built, what to be put out there, what people need to know, what people need to see. Just like uh, what Mr. Toller said, being a virus, it has to be, it has to show. So we need to create that importance towards what speaks of Apple is the Apple logo that everybody can see and the brand itself. What speaks of, um, of Facebook is, is, is the app, is the visual. So we need to understand that we are very, very important. I don't want us to uh, uh, feel bad that we are being underpaid. I think, yes, like I said, uh, maybe a lot of times that they have um, looked down upon us or looked down at us as far not really important. You, you say um, the logo or the design can be done like this, like this, like that, like that. Then do it yourself. Don't disturb, don't disturb me. But you see at the end, they still have to come back to you. They still have to come back for you to, to let it to, to, to be done. And, and designing is... is Several aspects from designing of cars has to be drawn on paper and brought to life. Oh, yes, we have nothing. So we, we should not see architecture, uh, buildings, civil engineering. We are forgetting that designing is almost everything that we are doing. So we need to know that we are in, we need to know that we are important. See, every designer is important. As you are designing, you're important. Yeah? So this is just what I have to say for now and contribute later. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, can everyone hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. So I think um, I like what John uh, already said because um, it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, at the end of the day, you attract your kind. It is how much you value yourself as others will give back to you. That much value. Right? Okay, yeah, so happy birthday, I have something to say. You can, you can quickly go. Yeah, um, I kind of want to troll for a second. I wanted to be like product designers and graphic designers. <laughs> I'm exactly. joking. I was trolling, but, but I really wish yeah, product I mean, designers. Because it's, it it <laughs> it's true. I don't care if anybody wants to get in their feelings about it. It's true. Please look up the history of what product design is. 
Um, I really haven't ever discussed my own design journey, but I actually did study product design. Um, I did product post. After I did graphic design, I did interactive multimedia, like um, the uh, like Tolalabi. And what we actually learned was what is now called product design, and has further been reduced, um, segmented to UI, UX, and UX itself. Please do me a favor and look up the company Akendi, A-K-E-N-D-I. And look back, like I'm talking 2009, 2010, no, not 2010, 2012 and 13. And re like, please study the history of product design. Please study the history of UX design because you are, like, we were making wireframes in Illustrator. Exactly. We were. There was no Figma. Yeah, exactly. There was no any of this. Envision didn't even come out until after I graduated. It didn't even exist. It didn't even exist. It didn't exist. Yeah. The UI is graphic interface. That's what it is. So I understand Nigerian culture and always wanting to oppress people and do I am. I get that. And I understand why titles are important. But please, we can all eat. Everybody can be successful. I just didn't have a passion for product design. I tried it. I did the thing. I like wireframing. That's as far as it goes. I like wireframing. I like UX. Please look into the history and where this industry <laughs> comes from. It gets really irritating when we can be talking about more important things than going back and forth and deciding who is more important. Everybody has a role. So please, if you're a product designer, an aspiring product designer, look into the history of product design, how it came to be, the guys who did the research. Like, I remember going to a Kendi studio and they, I think they had redid the uh, York, um, they did the uh, they redid New York Times website. I might be wrong. And they had also redone the York University. Sorry, UFT. Oh, sorry. There's a lot of background noise. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Hello. You guys can continue. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. There was this. I think the. Yeah, he has a lot of background noise. So yeah, sorry, go look at a candy. I don't know what they're doing now, but back then they redid the, they walked us through the design process of redoing the University of Toronto's website and all the research. And that's, at least for my, a lot of UX work and what is defined as UX today came from a lot of what those guys did. I mean, there are other companies around the world who came together and they kept building on this thing, but it has a history. So we don't need to fight about who or what, all of that. It, you can make money as a product designer. I mean, the bigger the company, you can even just be an interaction designer at whatever company. And just like graphic design, Google has graphic designers. Do y'all know that? Because people behave like Google also doesn't have graphic design roles. So, like, that's just one of the things I wanted to add. But um, that veered off topic for a second. What I also wanted to add to what Talal Abi said about the printer guys and why it seems the printers are the ones that always have the money is because the printer is able to communicate to the client the exact outcome. Printers are the easiest to communicate. You give me your whatever, I will give you an outcome that will clearly show you you can make money. I think as designers, once you kind of get over the phase of I can make cool things and I can make things look cool and functional, you have to start thinking about how am I going to make my clients money? How am I going to phrase and package what it's called? Um, I was in one of those webinars and we were trying to package our offers. You know, so when we're talking about value, the number one thing you should always be thinking about, because businesses need money to stay open. They're not coming to you to make things look pretty. That's nice and everything, but if they're not making money from it, nobody cares. So always be thinking about how can I make these people money? How can what I do make people money? And if people want to say graphic designers don't make money, I'm sorry. There's a woman on 
this woman I follow, she does her own thing and she's the breadwinner of a house, makes six figures on dollars and she runs her own studio outside of her bedroom. There's another designer, she owns a studio, it's called Space Something. All she does is stationary. She does stationary and invitation for the Met Gala, Vogue, all of those people. And that's how she's making her money. So please, let's just be more open-minded. They're going too far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I just wanted to touch that. So yeah, I will, I will be quiet. Thank you. That, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, guys. Yeah, wow. you make a lot of sense. Yeah. Weba, thank you so very thank much you. for sharing this. Thank yeah. Thank you for watching Dropping. I think we're on our next business, man. Yeah, we're on our next business. I don't know if you We're an academy, so whatever we say, people are going to listen, are going to adopt. So we have to be careful the kind of people who give our mic to, so they share the right ideas. I mean, like what I was saying, we're saying that we should always encourage each other and let each other know that, come, you can do this thing, right? you can make money. So it doesn't matter where the person is coming from and all of that. So, man, you're uh, a graphic designer, you're going to do well. Yeah, that's why I brought Zara here. So what else we can see that local does not mean because people are going to print it and does not mean you yourself as a graphic will make money. You will make money. You just like just like what Habib had said, you'll be able to communicate to the clients how much they will make after you are finished working with them. If you can communicate that you can make ten thousand dollars, okay. If you can make ten thousand dollars, give me one thousand dollars from that you're okay. Clients will be happy to give you because I've made what nine thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to communicate value personally to the clients. This is you are the graphic designer, you will know, yeah. This thing she actually said was something I even wanted to even launch into an entire conversation around because um, when, especially when I actually started, <clears throat> a lot of us just went around and said, oh yeah, I'm a graphic designer. Oh yeah, I'm a designer. I design stuff. I you meet the client. I say, the client says, oh, behold, I have a logo that I want to do. And back then, the mistake I kept on making was, okay, so what do you have in mind? What is this? What is that? How's this logo? What are your preferences, colors, typography, style? Now, those are valid questions, but I was asking those questions in the wrong order. The question I should have been asking is, why do you need this logo? What are your... What are, what, what, what point, are your customer point, point, points? Point. Mm, 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 you know, what are your customer touch, touch points? At what points in your production process do you interact with your customers? Do you interact with them at the end, at the beginning? You know, what does your production pipeline look like in particular? Because these 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 questions, they sound abstract. They don't, they don't sound tangible. They don't sound, uh, in quotes, grounded in reality, especially when you ask them. But they are. And when you get to the, to, to, when you get to the heart of the matter, especially, you know, when you actually have, like, you know, um, we have like maybe like workshop sessions with the clients and you're basically just throwing questions at them and asking them, you'll be able to discover that at the heart of it, once you're able to distill their why, their reasoning, their, 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 um, the, do I call it the emotional character? <laughs> Sorry, for lack of a better word, but the emotional character of the brand. And you can you can distill it and then apply it into whatever it is that you're creating. You will discover that your output will be a lot more effective than if you just, you know, just asked, okay, what kind what style of logo do you like? How do you want it? How do you need it? Those, those sort of things. And those when you know it's, it now ties now ties back to the initial question I asked. What is value? What is value to you as a designer who's providing value and what is value to the, to, to the customer who's receiving the value? Value is not necessarily the service that you're providing. The more, more often than not, you will discover that value is the promise of success upon using your ideas to improve their business. That is value. So if you can demonstrate that as clearly as possible with high success rates, 
you will have a return customer. Word, on your word, 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 word. So I mean, that's, I think that's all I just wanted to add. Come on, this has been an interesting space. Really, really interesting space. Um, and I, I want to thank everyone who has who has been able to contribute. Find the X. Your hand is up. I, I believe you want to, want to say something. Okay, hello, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, yes, we can hear you. So, um, first of all, the guy will carry me to Nepal. But yes, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you hold that for chess. That's even just even your thoughts. You don't hold that for chess. You just wait. Uh -huh. Okay, so basically what I want to talk about is passion and money. Yeah. Passion and money. <laughs> yes. No, no, like, now everybody this year, product designers yeah. are in more visual graphic designers, any type of design wants to talk about it. Let's say motion not involved. But the thing is, you also have, you also have to ask for your passion. Where does my passion lie? Where does my passion lie? Like, when I started graphic design way back in three years ago, I mean, someone offered me and by Logo. And I connected it because it was not even about the money at that present moment. It was about sorry, 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 was... sorry, sorry, sorry. Jollof yeah. Rice Logo. Please, don't let us talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We must talk about it. Was it sweet? Was it okay. Was it Nigerian? Was it past years? It was like It was like, was making this Jollof and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just connect it like that. And basically speaking, I, the passion for graphic design for today, I tried product design way back last year, but it wasn't just there. So I moved on and I continued what I understood and what I I love, which was graphic design, visual designs, illustrations and motion and all. But right now I work in an agency and I see that the product designers that I work with and the branding team that I also work with, they are both earning as much as they want to earn. Because their passion got them where they are now. And the value that they have for their work is giving them what they have. So your passion will get you somewhere. And the value that you think your work is giving you will also what get you somewhere. So if you think that graphic design will not pay you, will never pay you. So you can switch to product design. Nobody cares. But the thing is, do not say that because this particular type of design is any, this one doesn't make sense at all. Or will never get me somewhere. It's not like that. Have value for what you do. Have the passion for it, and if you get to wherever you want to get to, thank you. That's all I have to say. Thank you so very much. So let's just do a quick reset. We are in the space called our graphic designers, the least paid in the design industry. This is a space that is powered by Overlay Academy. And so far, it has been a very interesting, passionate discussion. Thank you all for coming and showing up. Um, as at my last count, I think we were like 105 of this space. This is awesome, <laughs> to be honest. This is awesome. And again, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful. And I, and I thank you all for showing up. Um, Oh, someone wanted to speak just now. Joshua. Okay, yeah. Why, why the person? Good evening, good evening. Yeah. Joshua, just give me a bit. Yeah, Joshua, just give me a bit. So, um, okay. we're going to be having our next space um, on Tuesday. We're going to be having our next space on Tuesday. So, um, the topic for that space will be coming out tonight or tomorrow. So, look out for it because if you think that you are getting gems and you are getting blessed in this particular spaces, wait till you come on Tuesday. You are going to overall it will blow your mind because we are, we are targeting the best of the best uh, people like that will come and drop gems and, and you know it hits you like i said before we are we are a, an academic so we are careful the people will 
you bring up here is come tell you stuff so that when they tell you you can apply them in your life and they should um they could um you could learn and um you can improve yeah so i think zara said something about him driving to the airport so i don't know so zara you can speak just in case is it Okay, oh, so yeah, so I, I, I have to, uh, to the airport. Okay, 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 awesome. Yeah, so, right, I, so. I, I, will, I will be paying attention, I will be listening, but I will not be able to answer. Okay, okay, so, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so, um, yeah. All right, all right, so Joshua, you wanted to say something real quick? So, um, uh, good evening, everyone. Thank you for this yeah, opportunity. Good evening, good evening, yeah. good evening. go ahead, Joshua. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, the Wally Academy and the entire co-host, I really appreciate it. Now, as regards the topic, uh, graphic design as the least paid in the design in the design industry. You know, I have this mindset before. I'm a graphic designer. I have this, I have this mindset before that for you to earn money, you need to switch into product design and stuff like that. But basically, if I to look at even product design is also graphic design. So it just depends on the niche you are. What I do now, I do book designs. That's what I do. Just book designs. I don't do brand identity. I don't do logo and the rest. I just specialize in book design, and I I end with I end with all the reasons why most graphic designers complain about um about how much they pay them or how much they are making is because most graphic designers just they know the skill, they are proficient in the skill, and that is the least to eat for them. You don't understand that beyond a skill, you need to learn that you develop in as time goes because we all started from somewhere. And to be sincere with you, making that money as numbers is what graphic designer doing the conventional logo designs and fly out and stuff like that. It's not that it's not that easy, it's that easy, but if you know how to sell yourself, if you know your Objectives, then you're able to figure it out and decide who determine how much. So one of the things I did when I when I started after some time, I started to meet myself down, and I decided to meet myself down into the um, publication design. So I designed book magazines and, and that's what I've been doing for the past one year. I work as a freelancer and I tell the truth: there is a whole lot of money, there's a whole lot of potential. In this aspect of design, because I have understand what my client needs. Because beyond just designing book, I know that okay, this is why. Why should the client want a book cover design? Okay, it's not because they want it to be beautiful. No, because they want it to be attractive. They want it to convert more sales for them. So I learned all these things, and I was able to communicate it effectively to them. And other people can pay me hundred k for book design, also book cover design that someone can design for five k, ten k. So I can pay me 100k and beyond for that. Why? Because I know how to communicate their end results to them. So this is, this is where the main work comes in. Learn how to communicate the end product of your design to them. That's, that's why people complain that the printer used to get more money. Yes, because what they are bringing to the table is evident. Okay? So as a graphic designer, you have to learn all these things. And secondly, you need to niche down yourself. You shouldn't be the type of designer that designs everything. You have this argument with a whole lot of people before but i tell you the truth once you need to design yourself you need to build an authority in that need you shouldn't be the type of the type of designer that is just designing everything 
okay when one comes to your website now the person should know this is what this guy is doing this is the value he or she is bringing to the table and this is the kind of problem he or she is solving okay so niche down yourself develop yourself learn how to sell that skill understand the client objectives then with that i tell you the truth you begin to earn good money thank you very much Joshua, thank you so very much. The reason why I'm even double thanking thanking you at this point because you basically just demonstrated my last point. Um, having a firm understanding of what the client wants and then delivering it to them. Yeah. The, um, another thing you even mentioned, you know, is that a client is typically not interested in pretty stuff. They want yeah. to make sales. And they will align themselves. Exactly, exactly. You know, they will align themselves in whatever direction will help them to make those sales faster, yeah. much, much more efficiently, and to increase their profit margins and, and to cut their costs. Definitely. You get. Yes. So, thank you. Thank you for bringing it out. I really appreciate. All right, so I want I want, I want to speak. I, I would very like for this space to end in the next ten minutes because okay. tomorrow is short for a lot of a lot of people, and you know, uh, the week must have been rough. <laughs> the week must have been rough, but uh, we'll take a couple of we'll take a, a couple of more contributions from people, and then we'll wrap it up. I call it an evening. So. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, um, Mister Leslie, you have done your job for us. Um, Johnny, Johnny, I think you you want to um speak, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Leslie mm. and Brian. Thank you, Overly. I wish we can have this space like a version two with the same topic because I feel like <laughs> more people still they, they are still more want to speak. Know, designers. Yeah, there are a lot more people. It's, that it's, in fact, we need to publicize this more. Actually, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So yes, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. So. What I wanted to just quickly say is, um, uh, Tola Alabi blew my mind with something very important he said, and also Habibat. Um, what Tola said that blew my mind was when he talked about diversity, he mentioned something about uh, when someone comes to him. Hello, okay. Danny, before you continue, you can keep your um, contribution to two minutes so that other people can actually speak. Okay, I'll make you very, I'll make you very short. Thank you. Okay, so, um, diversity. Uh, while you are trying to niche yourself down, also be open to the possibilities of uh, working. Like, for instance, someone comes and says, I want to do a magazine. Like, someone like me now, my core magazines, logo designs, but I still do web. I still do UI UX. If you come to me, I still even do animation if you come to me. So, diversify. Then, secondly, what Alima uh, said about collaboration multiple designers come together, form a studio or something. Like currently, I put out a, a post on my WhatsApp and I said, okay, I'm looking for like minds, designers, developers who want to come together to rent a space, an office space, so that we can have like a co-working space that is owned by creatives, you know? So things like that is something we should actually be looking towards, like as a way of helping to further strengthen this uh, industry. So this one is two things I just wanted to say. Thank you very much, uh, Leslie. Abibat, want to go? Let me see something, Abibat. Oh, I was just very quickly. Um, when we were talking about uh, like a regulating body, there are quite a few examples out there in different countries uh, that they do have some form of. It doesn't regulate how much people make, but they do. They there are models out there that can be explored. So I just wanted to suggest that maybe we 
um, you guys can have a space about that and see how realistic what that would look like. Because I remember um, Design Jigga is always having those spaces and always talking about how can we do this and how can we somewhat have some kind of a body. So there are examples of how to do it. And I think it would be really great to have a space and explore what that would look like. Something like AIGI, right? Something like AIGI. Yeah, exactly. Like we have RGD, um, Registered Graphic Designers in Ontario, Canada. Um, I was talking to Lisa Gala one time on Clubhouse and she said they also have something similar in Australia. I know they also have it in America. Other than even AIG, Adobe also has like, so they have different ways to do this where you can look at it. And because I think an organization like that would be really valuable in Nigeria. I don't think you should be telling people what to charge. But anyway, I think that I just wanted to suggest that as a space idea. Oh, you said it. You mentioned. I like to say that you can't be telling people what to charge because people have. At the end of the day, you attract. I always say you attract the kind. As how much value you give out, that's how much clients are going to get. You understand? So uh, somebody else was using their hands now after they okay, came Ugo. Yeah, it was you. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to contribute that uh, like to give uh, isolation to uh, graphic designers is least pay. I think for now, why it is looking in that way is because um, graphic designs are becoming like a one time thing contract coming coming to the company and go out and people are seeing more value in product designs and uh, and UI is because of their constant a recurring event, it's a recurring thing. And I think um, in Nigeria, this tech bubble has a lot to play in it because that is the field that like, they're needing more of. They're needing more of UI designers, UI researchers, um, developers, uh, front-end, back-end, and the best. And they're needing less of graphics. They are bringing in graphic designers to do a one-time thing. So you come into the company, you do a job for two, three weeks, and that's it. They're, they're done with you. So I think that's what is contributing to Nigerians' um, way of saying that graphic design designers in Nigerians are like paid less is because we because they are not being used constantly. They are just being used once a few times, whereas product designers are being used constantly. So that's what I think. Um, I think yeah, yeah. Even graphic designers are being used, or I don't know. Maybe it depends on your situation, but I know people who have full-time roles as graphic designers, as brand editing designers, as you know, and they are being paid like really, really good. At the end of the day, you just have to see yourself like what's uh, Tola B, uh, what John said, yeah. And again, so for those of us, I think we're going to be closing soon, yeah. So anybody who has a contribution, you can tweet it, you can tweet it, um, overlay, you can tweet it, then we'll all see it, then uh, anybody can read it. Leslie, are you there? So, so I'm um, here, I'm here, I'm here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I ain't going nowhere. So as you're running up, I think uh, you can land okay, up. Okay, so... Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to say, but really thank you guys so much. We'll be having further discussions around this topic. I think um, the idea behind unionizing, um, especially unionizing, uh, and how, um, how to define how the strategies by which you you know we could we could collectively use to actually put ourselves out there um, strategies by which we, we can use to develop soft skills to increase our values in front of in front of our clients and customers these are conversations that we need to have it's very important that we have these conversations around uh, you know amongst ourselves so that we can empower each other and grow as a collective thank you guys once more um we'll be we'll be having more of these next week i believe we have one one set we have a session next week tuesday we have another session on friday and we'll keep having these sessions you know until we will basically just keep having sessions <laughs> so thank okay. you guys once again once more um quick one 
um i just want to just make like a quick announcement for for everyone who's here number one um our, our graphic design course is going to be kicking up on the 20th of august if you are interested or you have, know someone who would like to um take part of the course please have them visit overly uh, academy and to sign up for the course it is a beginner's course so they do not need to have any prior experience all they need is a laptop good internet connection and a willing a willingness to learn it's good it's virtual it's 100 virtual so you don't need to leave your house you can learn online as quickly as possible second thing that i want to announce is that right now overlay academy is currently run is currently running a um holiday training program for teenagers and kids aged 11 to 18 so if you have kids within that range or no kids within that range please send them our way as well we'll be teaching visual design we'll be teaching a bit of product design we'll be teaching some uh, webflow stuff and um, some html sprinkled here and there thank you guys once again for coming i really appreciate this and we'll see you guys next week peace all right guys peace see you guys take care